0: Hello and welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our stream shows from Twitch. You can always find our Twitch schedule at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG forward slash schedule. You can also find all of our previous shows on podcast or YouTube by searching Roll Together RPG. These podcasts are sponsored by Phoenix Dice and supported by Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms as well as Elderwood Academy. Links to them will be in the description. Please do leave a review and thank you for joining us.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to 12 Days of Night, our festive yet frosty return of the Super Secret Agency, with some extremely competent, I guess, and oh so chaotic Super Secret Agents. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons, I'm Liz and I will be your DM tonight, I use they them pronouns. Hi guys in front of me, how very exciting, please can you introduce yourselves? And your pronouns, but we're gonna leave your characters until we jump into the game. Don't all jump out at once. Hi, I'm Nat is she have her, her. <laughs> Bla <blah. laughs> I believe that was Nat using she her pronouns. <laughs> cool, who's next? Hi, Hi.
2: Yes. What? <laughs> Hi, I'm Lola and I use they/them
0: pronouns. I'm G,
3: and I use he, him pronouns. And I'm Sean, I also use he, him pronouns.
0: Thank
1: you, everyone. Now, here is a word from our sponsors. The sleepy village of Stelei is one of several small isolated settlements which celebrate the 12 Days of Night Festival. This is a special time where the sun shineth not in the sky for 12 days and only the moonlight glistens on the snow-covered roofs this is not usually a time of fear. This is normally the time when villagers come together, hanging lanterns from every doorway, preparing feasts, inviting neighbors to their tables and celebrating the festive season. Each day, there is a traditional parade, starting small with the presentation of the, the partridge in a pear tree and ending with the 12 drummers, drumming in the market square, welcoming the sun back onto the horizon. But Steel Eye is the last celebrating settlement no one knows why, but the others have shut their doors to one another. In the villages of Slade, Wham, Wizard, and even 17 miles to the east in Stay Now, no candles are lit. The partridges have flown away, and the drummers have abandoned their drumsticks. Yesterday, though, the super-secret agency were enlisted to help. Steel Eyes Mayor, um is the person who has enlisted them. He appears to be growing anxious that his village too may soon lose its festive cheer. Speaking of the super secret agency, this is where you come in, I'm very excited. You are all atop the backs of reindeer right now. Yes, reindeer. The full moon is low in the sky and agents you adopt the diamond formation on your reindeer Coming to the stop at the top of the highest hill, looking down on the village of Steeleye. As you have this brief pit stop, what do you all look like? What are your characters' names? What are you doing? What do your reindeer look like? What are their names? There's many things that we all need to know, and I'm going to ask the most confused person right now, which is Nat. No. Yes. It's a curveball by saying we had to have reindeer names.
4: Ah. <laughs>
1: Okay. who are you playing who, who are you playing we'll start with that one first okay okay, okay. uh i am playing snoot uh snoot is
4: a, a he's a little owlin boy um dressed uh in very traditional elizabethan style uh like smock and and hose and and little little boots um and uh he's sort of he's got a very large bow kind of around him it's, pretty much the same size as he is because he's he's small I love him. um yeah he's he's very adorable he definitely would not be taking the lead in our diamond formation um he's probably at the back but slightly off center um not like in a true di- he's he's ruined the diamond already um and uh on the reindeer as well as snoot almost still still smaller but like nearly the same size as Snoot himself is uh another boy. Hmm. Um it's a very badly disguised dragon. Um also in a doublet and hose it's kind of hanging off him. Green dragon. Um Slightly uh like squinty, uh little snaggle tooth, just dribbling a little bit. And where the dribbles have landed on the jerkin, it's all sort of burned away. Um and uh the the, the dragon is just sort of like clinging onto the back of the reindeer and sort of dribbling a bit on the reindeer, who's having a terrible time of it. <laughs> um the, the the reindeer who uh I I think I I hate myself for this. Uh, and only people who watched Rebecca's one shot that this character was originally from will understand this, but I think the reindeer is going to be called Piers. Nice. Uh, as reference to Tom's character, who was awful, but who Snoot saw as a father figure. Um, yeah, I think... What else do you need to know? I would like to know what Piers looks like. Oh. Um, I think Temperament, just the- you know. Oh, it's is not a fan of this dragon right dribbling on his back at all uh so it's probably like one of the larger reindeer like angry looking a bit mm-hmm. muscular yeah. and is just like like making noises every time a little bit of acid <laughs> drips down onto his back and uh, there's been multiple times where snoot has nearly been like bucked off um amazing. a bit of
1: disaster um snoot feels mm. How many times do you think Snoot has ridden a reindeer?
4: Uh, well, I think it's probably the same amount of times as the, the super
1: secret agency has asked him to. Right. Do, do you think Snoot might be able to make us a cheeky little animal handling check? Just to see. Oh, he's actually quite good at that. Uh, come on. There we go. Oh, that's not too bad. That's an 18. 18? Okay, yeah. Uh, you are at one with the reindeer that hates your dragon. <laughs> um, it's okay, Piers. It's yeah. okay. This is been conflicted, but it's going along with it anyway. Uh, amazing. Thank you, Snoot. And Verde, lest we forget. Um, moving on, who's going to be at the front of the pack? Who's going to be sort of guiding?
2: I think that Elias will probably be at the front of the pack. Amazing.
1: And tell us about Elias. What does Elias look like?
2: Elias is rather short, but uh, that is kind of the way for most gnomes. However... (laughs) Yes. Though mm, he is tall in his own way. He is tall for a gnome and rather well-built and rather well-muscled and has rather ornate armor <clears throat> and uh lovely to talk to not so much going on up there other than like a devout uh commitment to the sugar plum goblin and general devoutness um. but yes uh, <laughs> he has dark skin and he is a top. Pinesap. 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 Pinesap is uh, named after Elias, (laughs) because it's (laughs) Elias' second name. Oh, bless him. Bless his heart. (laughs) And uh, Pinesap is not a reindeer. Like, very specifically, (gasps) Elias refused to ride a a reindeer because he had his own steed. Oh, so what what is (laughs) Pinesap? It's a
1: donkey. Nice, nice. Yeah. Way better than a reindeer, especially in the yeah. snow. I mean, yeah. Uh, that sounds like pine a good choice.
2: Is incredibly hardy in the same way that Elias is and is kind of like it's quite wide and very kind of can a donkey be built? I don't know. They're all very muscular.
1: <laughs> My favourite bit about this is Elias is a top pine sap who's not, you know, accustomed to snow and is leading. This is my favorite bit about all of this. Pine sap is leading everyone else. Um amazing. Uh thank you Elias. We're going to move on over to uh, G. Do you want to tell us about your character?
0: Sure. Uh my character is uh Tobias or Toby. Um uh, and Arakokra, who is um Probably maybe about like like five feet tall and but has this kind of like very long gangly neck uh and this plumes of feathers on either side of his head that have sort of orange and black feathers. Um and is uh standing on the back of uh his reindeer. Nice. Kind of quite wild, like talons of his feet gripping onto the saddle uh, and wings kind of wings and arms both wildly sort of swinging around to keep balance Um, in a way that to look at is like looks ridiculous and like he is going to fall off at absolutely any second Um, uh, wearing um, oh I had not even thought about what he's wearing. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, it is chilly outside, but don't let that stop you. Yes. You can wear whatever you want.
0: Uh, I think he's probably got, like... Uh, like, probably, like, a belt over his shoulder that has, like, some sort of, like, bag sacks and and things attached to it, uh, just as storage. Um, and he's got... Um, probably decent kind of thick trousers on that cover the majority of his his legs, but actually the top of him is just uh, his uh, body and everything is just kind of quite thickly feathered.
1: What what colour are his feathers?
0: Uh, Mostly just kind of um, like he's got sort of white down, or like light grey down the the front and over his chest uh, and the rest of it is quite dark.
1: Amazing. And has toby given that toby is sort of astride the saddle avec claws
5: mm.
1: has toby had a chance to maybe discuss this with your reindeer like has there been a discussion or have you just done it and your reindeer is sort of taken aback by this oh and what's your reindeer called
0: uh oh uh zap, the zap. zap. um which, uh, Toby is named him Zap, at yes. least, because um, uh, he has a scar on his cheek that is a, a sort of a lightning bolt Zap. Nice. Um, sort of zigzag thing. Um, and yeah, I think, maybe not discuss this specific thing, but there's been a bit of discussion, and it's Toby being who he is, has gone for, he thinks, the coolest of the reindeers, the temperament of the most chilled out mm-hmm. one. That he can get away with doing this kind of nonsense.
1: So I need to know how cool this looks, or otherwise. So let's just go for mm. so either I'm, performance well, or acrobatics. I, I was
0: gonna say, right? In Toby's mind, it looks great,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I would say my my acrobatic skill is is pretty decent. So that's okay. but my performance, is not. I don't think.
1: <laughs> well, you roll, that's, and we will see. Not
0: terrible, actually. He's a sorcerer, so he's, his charisma is all right. Uh, so yeah, uh, hang on, where have my dice gone? Here we go. Oh, that's a bad roll though, that's a seven.
1: Seven, okay, cool. So, Thomas, you are, you're sold. <laughs> the rest of you are very confused about what is happening right now. The feathers billowing in the wind, the the reindeer zap, who is confused, but going along with it. toppy's having a great time, but the rest of you perhaps are slightly confused. And in this confusion, Sean can you tell us how you're getting on?
3: Uh yeah of course so uh, I am playing Savonatai the wakeful. Um Savonatai is a, a tar um a monk of the um astral self variety. Um Savonatai is from a kind of very arid very kind of desert like um country so is um, typically would be wearing just kind of trousers and then probably nothing on top, showing off his wiry frame and um, multiple bruises from the many fights he gets into. Um, Given that it is a bit chilly, uh, he has conceded and is wearing a vest top. Um,
1: Very appropriate, yes.
3: And... um, he uh, he's almost completely bald, except for a, a single ponytail um, with uh, long white hair, a uh, bit, bit of kind of dark, dark stubble on his chin. But otherwise, you know, well, otherwise shaven um, and is apparently the tallest person in this group, even though is only kind of average height, about 5'10". Um,
1: average height, Sean. I, I, I'm sorry. As someone who is not average height, I'm I'm confused here.
3: I mean, you know, I'm I'm going by my average, so
1: mm, okay. Sean's actually seven foot everyone, if you're wondering in chip, in Twitch chat, Sean is a giant. Continue, Sean. I,
3: I am I am not. Tom is the giant. True. Um And as for my reindeer, um yes. so being a Kalashtar, Savonatai is used to kind of telepathically speaking with people and Decided to try this technique with the reindeer, who, um, not speaking common, did not answer. So, has uh, named his reindeer Rude Dolph.
1: Nice, Rude Dolph. Is it D O L F or D O L P H?
3: Um, I think does it have we'd... a
1: little dot dot over the O?
3: Possibly, but maybe only from kind of drips of ink. So, I would just kind of write it out as as it sounds
1: amazing uh cool thank you everyone now you are all experts in some niche fields are they related to this peculiar particular mission i don't know probably maybe we will see but you as a group you have been told the following you've been told that the mayor received a garbled missive from the neighboring village of Staynow. the missive read they see you when you're sleeping they know when you're awake don't care if you've been bad or good but make sure you've got a stake. um you've been told the villagers in the town below have reported sightings of small feral creatures trying to get down people's chimneys you also know that the mayor is expecting you in the town hall shortly the sky above you is a night sky but the moon, uh, it's actually only 10am or so you're yeah, gonna be meeting the mayor in about 10 minutes I reckon um but as you are sort of looking down at the town, you each hear individually, but at the same time, uh, the voice of your leader, known as Y, the letter, singular letter, Y. Um, hello, agents, a very merry Winterfest to one and all. We've not provided you with any items for this mission because, well, we believe you're just all too damn good. Now, you are all contractually obliged to rid this village of whatever afflicts it, but don't forget to have fun. Grab your baubles, agents, and let's get going. This message will not self-destruct. Thank you. And as the message ends, and as you make your way to the town hall to see the mayor, what's going on as a group? Is there anything you would like to talk about? Or look out for or?
4: Does anyone pack
2: any steaks? I always have steaks. I always have all manner of implements ready for any eventuality.
5: Well, very well, done, or,
2: or, well done or medium? Well, I don't know. I'm not really one to have my meat well done.
0: Right, well if that's lunch sorted then, uh, what are we here for? I didn't really, I I sort of forgot to read the the message before I got on the reindeer. I was a bit, I was a bit distracted, you know.
2: That's understandable, but, uh, I actually don't know. Either. Uh,
4: What? Did anyone read the message?
3: Savonotai. Savonotai very rarely speaks, so is just going to kind of point.
4: Does that mean you read it, or or the Elias read it?
2: I looked at it. Definitely, I spent some time looking at it. Um, I also spent some time looking at it, but I thought it was perhaps
4: a bit—I I don't know—why uh, seemed to be fine taking me on board for this project, but they did not ask if I could read, so I thought it was a bad time to mention it. But maybe now is a good time.
2: Right, right. Well, well, well. Um, I, I why said something about s- still I stay now. Don't go.
0: I've, I've, I've... Well, Stealay is where we are. I know that much.
1: You have yeah. just passed a sign that says Steeleye. Welcome to Steeleye. <laughs> yeah, about how have many of us can read? <laughs> how many? Yeah, can... <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> does it have a population on the sign for Steel Eye?
1: Uh, it it does. It's it's meager at best. I'm gonna say you know D and D village style sixty.
0: Okay.
2: You know what you know what we shall go to the biggest building because that's probably where the most important person is and they will tell us what they need would uh
1: elias you are leading aren't you on top of pine sap would you mind awfully making for me some kind of check survival i think maybe the best your face tells me everything Lola. um survival please if you wouldn't mind awfully
0: Can I give advantage by flying up to have a look?
2: You can, yes. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, the advantage was amazing. It was very much needed mm-hmm. because I rolled a natural one on Cute. one of the space and I <laughs> add nothing. But that's that's a the game, anyway. that's the But game. I did and that's I cool. got a 19 <gasps> on the other one. Much better. And I still add nothing. So,
1: you know? 19. Okay. Okay, cool. Um oh, that way, I think.
2: What's yeah. that? We're right there.
1: Certainly with the help of Tobi, Uh you are able to direct everyone to a building. Now, on this building, for those of you who can read, which we're still unsure at this time what that number is out of four, but um, certainly one, um, you would be able to see the words Town Hall written above the lintel. Can I ask what everyone's passive perception is?
4: Fifteen.
1: Oh, is that eleven for you, G? No. Cool.
4: Sixteen. Okay. And Verde's is twelve.
1: Verde's having a great time dribbling profusely Uh, I'm so excited Um, Snoot and Savannah Ty on the other hand you certainly get the impression that you're being watched Um, and I would say with the 16 you notice, you can't help but notice how silent and still it is there are no lights lit apart from the ones at the town hall But something certainly seems very still, possibly sinister, or maybe calm. It's hard to say at this point in time.
4: What was it uh, that Y said? They see you when you're sleeping, they know when you're awake. Maybe it's just them, and they're like, oh, sure they are, they're awake.
2: Very possible. Wait, sorry. Who? The people
4: that are watching us. There are people watching us. Yes. I don't. I can't. I. I just get that feeling. You know. Sometimes it happens.
0: Can I make a perception check? Go for it. Oh, nice. While
3: uh, while Snoot has been talking. Oh, natural it's... twenty.
1: Natural twenty. Nice. nice. Sean, I'll come to you in a second. Yeah. Uh, that nat- that natural twenty. You can certainly identify who is watching you. All of the buildings where the lights are out, there are villagers, curtain twitching, and they're watching you as you pass.
0: I wave at some of them.
1: Um, one of them is like a, a very small child who's kind of wide-eyed, looking at these big reindeer coming in with the little people and the big person on. And their parent kind of like, kind of rushes them away from the window very quickly. You hear sort of hushed voices telling them to stay away from the windows. Everyone else is looking up. Stay away from the windows. Um, fortunately, next to the town hall, you do see some stables, which may come in handy, considering your current steeds that you have. Do what you will with that information. <laughs> don't let me play your game. <laughs> I
0: don't... Uh, yeah, I don't think Toby has enough sort of wherewithal to be like, yeah, I should put this animal in this table. Um,
1: <laughs> do you just hop off? Yeah. Cool. I have a question, Liz. Yes. What
4: is the average intelligence of a reindeer? That's a good question.
1: I'm going to say not high. Oh, okay, fair enough. That's um, fine. Why do you Reindeer stats. Yeah, go I... on, Sean, have a Google. <laughs> I feel like
4: as part of snoot's attempts to uh to work with peers and try and get where we're going without being chucked off a cliff yes um i i I would have at some point uh cast speak with animals yes using up one of my spell slots before Mm -hmm. we've even done and think sure um would have cast speak with animals and would have been like having a chat as well and asking like what I'm really sorry uh, uh, about about Verde uh, but you know it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay uh, now we're here what what would you like to do while we are doing the important super secret agency business
1: So you know I don't like people drooling all over me when I'm when I'm walking or when I'm running especially with someone on my back you know I can carry one person maybe two people but if the second person starts dribbling on me, that's when I get annoyed.
4: Oh, okay. Well, I could get off now and then you could just have one person dribbling on you. That's okay, right?
1: You know, I prefer it without the dribble, but uh, I kind of like where we're going here with, you know, the, uh, you know, the compromise. I, I enjoy the compromise. What was your question against Snoop? It was Snoop, oh. wasn't it? it's Snoop.
4: Snoot, definitely Snoot. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, well, now that we are here in in Steel Eye, we've got important business to do, but um, were you given a mission by Y while you're here?
1: You know, Y and me, we're not on talking terms. Oh, no, not like happened? you and me. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't talk to me anymore. Oh, anymore? Um, she no. She used to. I used to be hers, you know. Oh, what what happened? She started dribbling on me, and I just got so cross, <laughs> you know. Oh, I can see I can see why you might be cross at Verde. Then I, I am
4: very sorry. He can't help it.
1: So let's get this thing straight. You know, I can see your friend. Is it Toby? Uh, yes, yes, Toby. Now he has just dismounted zap i believe is what toby is called we're in the middle of the goddamn street you know Uh uh-huh. there's a stable right there you know the floor is dry we're not gonna get wet feet i bet there's some apples in there as well we should
4: investigate the stable
1: or at least just put us in there you know before you go and oh, talk you to, want the to, boss. Go to the
4: What a great idea. Yes, okay, okay, we can do that. Everyone, we should take them to the stables. The reindeer want to eat the apples
1: in the stables. My favourite bit about this is we've talked about the fact that the reindeer's IQ is not that high, yet Snoot is asking the reindeer what to do. I love.
3: I mean, D&D Beyond, you know, plug there, says um, that their intelligence is only two. Yeah. uh, But wisdom is 14. So, you know, that's a very wise... Just you know, don't ask it to do any maths.
0: They still have agency. They don't need intelligence
3: yeah. for agency. <laughs> you do not need intelligence to have a good conversation. Correct. Take that home with you. And <laughs> uh, is probably, like, right, already started to dismount. Was was actually just waiting for the opportunity to, to get off. Um, although he's now realising he's not wearing shoes.
1: Ah. Uh, uh, it is crisp beneath. Your feet, um, even in the stables, the, the cold is uh, certainly uh, apparent through your toes. Um, what is also apparent, I will use your passive from earlier, your 15. Um, there's ample uh, hay for your reindeer. They will be well fed. The apple bucket is, well, the barrel of apples is not over. There's only like a couple of moldy apples remaining. Um, but shelter? Your reindeer certainly look happy. You know, this is a nice place. I, I always wanted a stable just like this. Um, Piers uh, informs you, Snoop.
4: Do you not have one like that back at the super secret agency uh, headquarters?
1: I got something similar, you know. Uh, it's uh it's not as big as this, though, you know. We have the individual stalls. I like my privacy. Um, But nothing as grandiose as this, you know.
4: Oh, well, do you want to stay here?
1: But how are you going to get home?
4: Oh, that's a very good point. I don't know. Could you take me back home? And then once we're done with the mission, of course, that's important. We should do that first. But afterwards, could you take me home and then you could come back here?
1: That's something that we can talk about later. I mean, why we'll have to sign off on it. But yeah, sure.
4: I'll put in a good word for you for being so helpful. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Snoop. And the rest of you, you hop off your uh, reindeer. Um, I, I will the... say
4: this before you move on. Sorry, I I rolled um, I I rolled a, a, a wisdom check for for Verde, and Verde has gone and has eaten all of the rotten apples.
1: Oh, bless him. Okay, <laughs> but Verde's quite acidic as it is, right? Would we say Verde would ferment with this? Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, it exciting. starts smelling of cider. Does Verde have? Uh, any like uh, attacks or weapons like a uh, breath weapon that sort of thing
4: uh, so he's too small for a breath weapon of his own at the moment So, mm-hmm. but he can add acid damage to our attacks but he does have a bite attack
1: okay his bite attack I'm gonna say is now also uh, will have 1d4 acid damage
5: uh, ah, added so, so
1: please you remember that because I won't <laughs> I shall thank you um, as he is currently fermenting, which is lovely. Um, He's
0: going to be doing cider burps for yeah. a bit. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh, the town hall is a rustic building, kind of homely, constructed from stone. Uh, you see it's weathered from years of exposure to the chilly elements. There's a thatched roof, which is covered in a fine dusting of snow. And you see the, the chimney kind of... Um, has a gentle stream of smoke kind of emanating from it the front facade is adorned with intricate wooden carvings and a large uh, wooden door um, equally intricate serves as the entrance, it is flanked by two lanterns which as you've seen previously, they're the only two that are lit in the entire town
3: so will just kind of point look around uh, and then walk like- off
0: and we'll follow on.
1: Got you. Cool. You go into the town hall. Amazing. Standing at an impressive height, even for a fir bog, is you assume to be the mayor. He's the only person there right now, so you've been told to come in. Uh, this is the person within. He has a broad, stocky build. Has moss green skin, complemented by like this crown of wild, tangled vines that frames his his head his eyes sparkle um he looks enthusiastic and kind of smiley he's got this sort of kind of really eager smile on his face especially as you come in the insightful among you is anyone particularly insightful 18. Savannah, okay. passive if anyone's 15 or higher uh, of insight, you would get the impression that beneath the surface of this smiling facade perhaps is a bag of nerves and trepidation, but he's trying to not show that. Um, this man, I will tell you his name, he's Mare Bramblethorne. He's wearing a robe. Um, it has patches of various fabrics on it. Um, his belt is laden with trinkets and charms. He wears an eccentric hat, uh, has woven straw and kind of decorated haphazardly with flowers. You come in, oh, hello, you must be from the super-secret agency.
0: Aye. Nice hat there.
1: Oh, thank you. I made it myself. I can tell. Thank you very much. Did you find the place all right?
0: Yes. Well, we're here, eh?
1: You are here, yes. So, I assume you know everything, you know, you super secret agents, you you tend to, well, I, I hear you tend to come in and do your thing, you know, exactly what you're doing without much assistance. Is that right?
2: Yes, that's exactly what, what we do. But so that we know that you know what right. we're supposed to do, would you mind just telling us?
1: Well, of course I'll tell you, but I know that you already knew it, but I'll tell you it anyway. Right, okay. Um, so the surrounding villages have got kind of quiet. I, I think you know that already. Um, uh, they all seem really worried. Now we want to hold this festival, the 12 Days of Night festival, but we're worried that, you know, bad things might be happening, so I've adopted some emergency measures. To maintain the correct traditional protocols for the Winterfest festival and the parade, right, with the agreement of all the parties involved, we've confined the maids of milking and lords of leaping and ladies dancing, pipers piping and drummers drumming to the warehouse, with enough food provisions to last them until the last day of the festival, when the drummers drum in the dawn. But. Normally that would be fine, but the maids are despondent. One of the lords has stubbed his toe. The pipers have got creative burnout and the drummers have developed this RSI thing to do with their hands, their wrists. They've abandoned their drumsticks and don't get me started on the partridges, the hens, the turtle that he goes on lists off a load of birds. I think they're all safe, a little ruffled and everyone else is just staying in their homes with the doors locked. He kind of looks at you as if you know why.
0: I well we, I mean we saw everybody, but why why are they not coming out?
1: So right, so I like this game. It's like you don't know what what on earth is going on, right? Um, pretend <clears throat> there's like an audience
4: watching right. us, and because they haven't had the conversation or
1: had the mission like we right. did, they need you to explain it. You see, I get awful nervous around an audience.
4: Oh, sorry.
1: Do you think you can maybe give me some courage or something just to, you know, gee me up?
0: You've got you to Imagine idea. him naked, then. then oh, you... right. hi the audience.
1: Right. <laughs> he gets a very concentrated look on his face. You don't know who this man is picturing, but someone is being pictured. Right, so there have been <laughs> noises coming from um, near the baker's and the butcher's. Not the candlestick makers, though, just the bakers and the butchers. Uh, food is going missing all over town. Um, I think they made off with the geese laying yesterday, but I'm not entirely sure. People have been saying that there's been noises of footsteps on the roofs. There's also reports that something, some things crawled out from near the graveyard on the first of the 12 days of the 12 days of night that's when they were sort of first spotted would be ever so grateful if you could find out that that's where they came from and maybe put a stop to whatever this is and I I don't want to alarm anyone especially the naked person that I'm envisaging I think it might be vampire related they all seem a bit forward with their teeth no one's been bitten yet but they've given it a good go from what I've heard
2: I worry very good that's, the, that, that's exactly what we knew was happening and what we are here to deal with. Right.
1: Well, there's some things that I've not told you before that I should probably tell you now. Yeah. Right? Um, unless mm-hmm. you know that already. But I'll tell you anyway. Oh, we know, so that, but you
2: still need to tell us.
1: Right. Okay. So, right. Um, They seem to be drawn to noise and light. Right? They don't seem to want to listen to anyone or anything about persuading them to not do what they're doing. They also seem extremely food motivated whether that food is up and walking or not secret agents I I don't want to ask your names because that's a secret right please help us
0: I will that's, that's why we're here Hi.
1: right mm-hmm so it only seems fitting and he gets a little bit like he's been dying to do this this entire time please let me offer unto each of you one of these five gold rings that we have as traditional emblems of our village to help you in your endeavors these ancient traditional rings were worn by the founders of this village but now i would like to give them to the oh there's only four of you i'll keep one you have a look at the others. You see what you like, and I'll keep the other one, right?
4: There, there, there are, there, there are five of us actually. Verde, stand up on your back legs.
1: <laughs> uh, tell hey. us what Verde. <laughs> Amazing. Can we just get a performance check for Verde, please? Absolutely.
4: Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, let me just check his his little stat block there. Um, I mean, I don't believe he has proficiency, so it'll be charisma, I guess. Uh, oh, I rolled a nat 20 for a <gasps> 19. You tell us what that looks like. Better I want think... that 19 that it dropped to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I think at this point, Verde is used to the fact that not everyone is okay with a dragon <laughs> just kind of wandering around. It's um, not bright, but he's... That's been drilled into him. So we've we've practiced, we've practiced and practiced at pretending to be humanoid. And uh so Snoot had a little like wing flick of feathers signal that Verde is well trained to just stand up on the hind legs. <laughs> um and uh there's like a yeah, he's got like a little flat cap hat that just sort of slides down to cover the face just slightly. So nice. it looks more boy maybe then uh, you you can't see the full dragon effect
1: so verde's limbs should not be able to kind of go into those positions but he's practiced it so much that he's a pro right now uh completely sold so five golden rings are being offered unto you um i will tell you their names and then we will dish them out we have the ring of returned gifts um i'll tell you what they do i'll tell you what they do why not why not The Ring of Returned Gifts. When hit with an attack as a reaction, you may force half the damage you take back onto the inflicting creature. The Ring of Tidings of Comfort and Armor. As a reaction, you can add plus five to your AC until the start of your next turn. The Ring of Surprise Presence. Immediately after you take a ranged or melee weapon attack on your turn, you can make an additional ranged or melee weapon attack as a bonus action. The Ring of the Ghost of the Winterfest Future. As a bonus action, you conjure a spirit within a 60-foot radius. You and your allies in the radius gain temporary HP equal to 5 plus your level. Once temporary HP has been granted, the spirit fades. The Ring of I Wish It Could Be Winterfest Every Day. As an action roll a d10, the number roll dictates the spell cast from the ring. Uh, if you get a roll of 1-2, to two, you get Fireball, a roll of 3-4, to four, Lightning Bolt, Five to six, guiding bolt. Seven to eight, tidal wave. Nine to ten, major image. Mayor Bramblethorne um, steps to one side and behind him you see on a desk there are five uh, ring boxes. Each of them open. Um, These rings already explained to you. um, Which ones are you going to go for?
2: I shall take the ring of surprise presents, because yes.
1: That's a better reason than I've ever heard in my life, and he passes it across to you.
4: Do you have a very surprising presence, Elias?
2: I certainly have a presence, and puffs himself right up.
1: Amazing. You
2: want to do a performance check for me to see
1: how see see how puffed we get
2: <laughs> their armor is very gleaming so we'll see. we'll see how much it gleams that is uh 21 so Elias is puffed very puffed very puffed very gleaming I think the uh, light this is from those two lights or whatever just kind of gleam off the I don't know, slightly blinding it's like
1: the mare is blind right now from the effect <laughs> of your armor. Right. Okay. So feel free to grab your other rings and stuff. I'll just try and see. Um right.
0: Uh, uh what's
1: the else are going for? Goji.
0: Toby will step forward and does a kind of like over dramatic wavy hand thing over them and then just grabs and manages to get the one we discussed.
1: Uh, which one which one are you going for? Uh
0: so it grabs and picks up the uh wish it could be Winterfest everyday ring
1: some ample spells for your perusal nice amazing that uh,
3: Savanatai. um has been kind of looking at them and and after realizing none of them are a ring of warmth um'll <laughs> we'll just kind of eh, almost similar to to Toby just kind of it it that one um nice. and uh, picks up the uh, the ring of return gifts. Amazing. Unless anyone's got any objections, it slaps his hand away. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, amazing. And now, can you tell us what happens with Snoot and Verde in these rings? Yes, of
4: course. Well, I think um, Snoot has been dazzled by Elias's puffed chest. And it's just like there's little like stars in the eyes like, oh, so masterful. And then realizes that everyone is waiting for them to take their Oh, right. Yes. Let us, Verde, take our gifts. <laughs> and just sort of guides Verde over to the table and will, he will take for himself tidings of comfort and armour. Nice. And are these like finger rings or are they like big bangles? I mean, they,
1: they are your typical uh, finger ring um, or a party ring, but we'll go with finger ring. Um, but because they are magical, they do adapt to the wearer. So they okay, will... Sure shrink or expand depending on where the ring is placed i'm getting myself into a hole continue
4: great <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I, I, as an owl, i
4: have normal size fingers although small actually so i suppose like no do you have fingers. hands or do you have wings both oh Ow- Owls have, have wings oh, and nice hands. Bit of cheeky dexterity nice because oh, yeah, yeah. otherwise how could i fly and longbow at the same time
1: shit nice a very philosophical question unless
4: there's some there's some alan rules that i've misread entirely no no, no there's not,
0: not. <laughs> i mean um, surely alan are just a variety of aarakocra
1: ooh, right but they can do right. so much more they have better something but they're not as quick they're not as because they don't get 50 foot of flight yeah they get, they get foot
4: of flight. dark vision in mm-hmm. the way that yeah. don't i believe yeah we're, we're slower at flight oh, okay uh, anyway yes we'll, we'll grab the, the tidings of comfort and armour ring place it on his finger and then um, take the, the other ring the remaining ring the, uh, the ghost of Winterfest future nice. and uh, go to place it on uh, go to look at Verde who's just like and go to place it on his finger and then realise I need to make it clear this this does not mean we are married we are cousins and then puts the ring Converde's finger.
1: Right, I mean, if you did want to marry, I can get... We've got Mrs Lindseed in because she's done some blessing of some water for you lot. And if you did want to get married, there's certainly something that you can talk to her about.
4: No, that's very kind. But I, I, as I said, we are cousins and I've, it's been made very clear to me that that would be inappropriate.
1: Right, you are. And at the mention of Mrs Linseed, you hear the sound of glass on board rattling. Now I don't know if anyone has seen the Julie Walters Victoria Wood Two Soups sketch if you have not seen it please google it it's amazing but this very very elderly human uh, wearing a robe and apron combo kind of dodders her way in with 10 flasks on a tray and this tray is going everywhere the flasks are kind of rattling around Um, and she kind of wrinkled and shakily rocks up to you lot blessing of lethander be upon you all and uh the mayor right speaking of the vampire sort of thing i have asked mrs Lindsay to bless some of this water for you so if you need to you know splash them you can uh, and mrs lindsey is kind of just there with the tray which is rattling and she kind of extends it to you and the rattle gets more violent. Do you as want her me to do that would be marvellous, thank take, take you. And she's standing there, just listening to the conversation. She doesn't need to be there anymore, but she's just standing, waiting to be dismissed. Uh, you all right? I'm marvellous, thank you. Mrs. Lindseed, you've been very good. Th- thank you very much, Mrs. Lindseed. There's an awkward silence, and she kind of right, you are, darling. And she turns very slowly and dodders her way back to a set of double doors, which maybe lead to a kitchen, it's hard to say. Um, uh, you uh Toby, you have a tray of ten vials of uh, holy water. Right, well, I think that's all the gifts I'll be giving out today, but... um,
4: That's very kind, thank you.
1: No, it's quite all right. I just hope you can find out what it is, put a stop to it, and maybe hope it doesn't happen again.
4: Elias, I think you are on mute.
2: Yep. That is our job. So that is what we will do. Right. Well, best of luck to
1: you. Um, I mentioned the uh, butchers and the bakers and not the candlestick makers because they're fine. Um, But the butchers is right next to the bakers, which is right next to to us. You would have seen it right next to the stables on your way in. And the graveyard is sort of just behind that. So, I mean, it's sort of easy going. I mean, you probably already saw that already. Yeah, I don't know why. Yes, Snoop. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, (laughs) I don't know your name. Secret
5: agent. agent. No,
1: <laughs> no you don't, don't, you don't tell, tell me what I'm your saying. name is. I'm not meant to oh, know what sorry. your name is. Okay, um, sorry. I forget
4: I said anything. Um, the, the candlestick makers, you said that they are fine. Have they done anything different to everyone else? Why are they fine?
1: So I don't think that the candlestick makers have got any produce in their shop, which is probably why these little things just don't want to go there.
0: I Vampires don't eat candles so much.
1: Not that I know of. I mean, we have tried to fend them off with various objects. Uh, candles were not one of them, though, so we could maybe try that out. Um, no, yes. not the candles. The stick sharp, no. Various objects such as what? Well, he rattles off a list of things like picture frames, uh, stools, um, glassware, a-, a lantern, unlit, um, some. Pythons, that sort of thing. If you think of the Adventurer's Equipment Pack, basically, I think they found it in the Lost and Found and just threw everything from there. Now, I can't help but notice, I know that you lot are in a lot of danger a lot of the time. I can't help notice that the quiet one of you does not wear shoes. Now, we do have in the Lost and Found box an adequate selection of odd shoes should they wish to, you know, have shoes.
3: Well, I'll just shrug and just kind of root through.
1: Cool. Uh, do you want to roll a, a d100, please?
3: I absolutely will. Ooh. Two.
1: Two. Nice. That's like the perfect number for shoes. Um, <laughs> You find a flip-flop and a stiletto. I'll do. Right. And a stiletto. What color? Oh, um, I'm not. Liz is not good at these type of shoes. You tell me, Nat. I, I mean, well, name a color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's kind of an ombre between a blue and a pink. Um, that it has been uh, diamonded. Uh, with ruby, um, esque diamonds, but they're not real. <laughs> They are not <laughs> Uh The flip-flops, similar colour, actually, with that too. Similar colour flip-flops. So they kind of match in hue. Height, not so much.
3: Yeah, Sabonita is kind of just leaning ever so slightly now.
1: So you are armed with your rings. Uh, you are armed with your flasks of holy water.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll pass out the flasks to people.
1: Cool. Uh, are we going two each or something Two and don't then trust, don't trust. It. I think if you go <laughs> to offer any to Verde, Snoots like, no,
0: don't, just do no. I think in that case, I would get, yeah, I would give two to everybody and go to Verde, and then like, you no, know, I'll just keep those. So I would end up with four.
1: Nice. Uh The mayor kind of he's going to bow deeply to you, lot, knowing how how good and how proficient you are. <laughs> oh, that, uh, at these at these tasks. Um, and he kind of sheepishly kind of. ...sits down in an armchair that's in the bottom left-hand corner of the room by the fire and... ...kind of is just there, hunkering, kind of trying to wait it out until it's till it's done. Right, so, I mean, the the <laughs> door is... <laughs> the way out is the way you came in. Um, If you just turn right round on the spot and keep on going, that will take you outside, make a left bakery, the butchers, the candlestick makers, you don't need to go there, right there, right?
0: One, oh. see you later,
1: are Right. The door kind of uh, open, Uh as you, I want to say in slow motion, walk out, but Savannah Ty, what do you look like in slow motion, walking out the door?
3: Uh, very limpy, wearing yes. a flip-flop and a stiletto. <laughs> um, just like...
1: Nice the music begins <laughs> um what are you guys doing how's it going secret agents at this time how do you do you feel confident about the mission ahead
4: not at all right. snoot snoot is absolutely deferring to elias who has I, I i know has done you know the bare minimum to establish themselves as a leader but snoot looks to Elias. Oh to no,
2: the no, they they are 100% trying to establish themselves as the leader. They just don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> but they won't tell you that. Paladins <clears throat> yeah. mm. for you.
1: Yeah, Aww. Classic paladins. <laughs> uh, you make your way down the somewhat icy steps, but Let's have a deck save just to see how that goes. Sean at disadvantage, please, for Savannah time. Uh, Toppy, if you're flying, you tell me what happens. You don't have to fly. It's up to you.
3: With disadvantage, that's a 13.
1: Okay. That's better than the average score, which is 10. Okay. Uh, Savannah time, quote, it's as if you've worn these before. Uh, you make your way down the steps. All right. How about the rest of you?
4: Uh, 26 for Snoot and 8 for Verde. Oh, gosh.
1: Um, Yes. Uh, A mixture of Feather and Scale, the new book by J.R. Martin, um, (laughs) tumbles down the steps and lands headfirst in the snow, both of you. Uh. Uh, (laughs) Elias.
2: Oh! Oh! That's a 20. Oh. I got, I got my little... The problem is, is like, dice is really hard to see. And I'm, I'm going to just check on the other side, yeah. It's a 20. It's it's a little dragon on the...
1: Uh, oh. Well, yeah. perhaps uh, good for Elias. A little dragon kind of tumbles past the really icy bit that you were going to step on, so you step over that bit and do not fall face first in the snow. Tommy, how's it going? Are you are you flying down the stairs or did uh, you... Uh... 30, 20. Nice. Um, you were going to step again on the icy step, but you decided to fly instead. Because why wouldn't you? Amazing. At Snoot and Verde, you um, get back up. <laughs> uh, your face is a perfect indent in the crisp white snow beneath your feet. And to your left, you cannot help but see that there is a bakery. The lights are off and the door is ajar. There are How do you get in if the door is ajar? The noises, there are noises coming from within.
2: Right, so I would be, <clears throat> it would make sense to say this quietly, but uh, that is yeah. not a yeah. is- so Why would you do <clears> that? <throat> that? Right, so we, echoing, we shall be, entering. So whoever is in there, freeze.
1: Uh, are you making your way towards the bakery, Elias? And are the rest of you following?
2: Yes, <laughs> Elias is
0: making the way. And yes, following.
1: Are
4: we, uh, are we flying, up,
0: flying over a bit.
4: Great. Are we walking past the butchers to get to the bakers or is the bakers first?
1: The bakers is kind of first. Uh, the butchers is to its left.
4: But does the butchers look like it has anything going on?
1: There's nothing going on in the butchers. Everything is quiet. Now, my next sentence, you can make out where the door is open. There's an odd substance in the snow and it's not urine. Just to confirm, it is not yellow. (laughs) It is white and powdery. Um, You can see that it's flour that has kind of been scattered and is cascading out of the step that goes into the bakery into the snow um, the door that is ajar leads to the kitchen area not to the front of, of house, front of shop the storefront, you know what I mean um, and there's a lot of clutter Elias, you'd be first to see it's trashed in here, the counters um, are kind of really kind of dirtied up and um, The shop area is accessed through an archway to your right. Um, You can see like the counters and they look completely empty. There is flour all over the floor and there are very small footprints or traps and scraped all the way through the flour. The sound that you heard outside was kind of rattling, but now that you're within, it sounds like something being eaten. And it's that, gr- I hate ASMR. I, I can't, I can't do it. But it is the sound of the lip, sma- uh, the lip smacking and <laughs> the uh, the crunching and chewing. Hate it. You hate shouldn't make that noise right now. And you know, right, okay, sidetrack. So We're going on a touch. All I wanted when I was on YouTube was to find a video of someone playing Skyrim because the music's really pretty. And I just want to see them wandering around in Skyrim, just not talking. There's a guy that whispers his entire way through Skyrim and I cannot I can't do it. Anyway, moving on. Um, You can hear the sound of ASMR eating. Feel free to put that in, uh, editors, if you wish. I will not listen to it. Um, You're not sure what it is, but it's coming from the archway to the right, uh, slightly around the corner, so you can't see the source of the gross ASMR noise. What would you like to do?
2: Whoever that is,
1: you should stop eating. Make a persuasion check. A disadvantage. I... Oh. Please.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, both are pretty bad. <laughs> I on a six, but I also rolled a two.
1: Hey, six <laughs> is better than two. Is that for so, special um, modifier? It is
2: a eight altogether. <laughs>
1: okay. So, so, a that's a good-ish. Um, you... Uh, you do not stop the sound of chewing, you add to it uh, added to the sound of uh, smacking and chewing is <laughs> you know what Verde sounds like it almost sounds like Verde the snarl that Verde that kind of constantly makes right now <laughs> yeah, kind of that is added yeah. to the noise of chewing Verde? Well, you're here how could you be there? He kind of looks at you and does that head cock thing that dogs do. Huh? Something very
4: strange is going on here, Elias.
0: Yeah, you don't think that worked.
2: Well, they're incredibly rude and they're not listening and therefore it is up to us to go and stop them. So Elias is going to clonk his way over. (laughs)
1: Cool. So you're going to make your way to the right-hand side to where the the noise yeah. is. Um, are you going through confidently? Are you trying to be stealthy? What's the vibe with Elias?
2: There is no, <laughs> there is no attempt at stealth. I mean, even if there was, this glowing full plate armor <laughs> is this this heavy armor is not. It would not make it easy. So. Elias does not attempt to go anywhere stealthily. It's very much boldly and so that everyone can see them.
1: The rest of you watch as Elias makes their way forward. Do any of the rest of you follow or you just...
0: Probably follows, but it's oh. nothing.
1: Okay. <laughs> and it's
0: like like keeping an eye out, but also being like, yeah, I'm not here. Just.
1: Okay, is anyone else using, starting? Using
0: the bravado as cover.
1: Yes. Um, do anyone else want to stealth? If so, roll a stealth check. Yes, Nat, do you have a question? Or was that a yes, I am stealthing?
2: I think a- I. So, do you want to go ahead, Leila? Oh, I can give a performance check to give everyone else an advantage.
1: Go for it. Yes, let's go for a performance check. And then, if everyone else wants to stealth advantage, go for it. We'll see. We'll resolve the performance first, though. That
2: is a 15.
1: Okay. Uh yes, you're convinced, guys. Um so please make a stealth check with advantage. Um you know, you know that you're stealthy, right? That that's what counts.
4: I was going to ask as well. Yes. I think um could could Snoot have been distracted as Elias started storming off? Mm. Could Snoot be stealthy because actually he's been distracted by the footprints in the snow and the flower yeah, checking sure. out what they are. So he's actually like just crouched down being very still looking at them
1: i think verde is snout down in the flower getting it all up in there um sneezing but... st-
4: what have i told you about that Verde? <laughs>
1: only on weekends <laughs> uh yes that's fine uh what were the stealth checks
0: 26
1: nice
3: And um, 16 um yeah, that was my first roll. Didn't need the advantage, but thank you very much, anyway.
1: Snoop and Birdo?
4: Uh, well, technically a, a 23 for stealth, but I, I was angling to turn it into an investigation
1: check. <gasps> okay, yes. Let's, the... let's investigate. Let's investigate. Okay. Elias, we will return to you imminently. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think uh, my 16 it's... is probably because of the, the heel.
1: Yes. <laughs>
4: Uh, so an investigation, that would be, uh, there's only a 12 on the footprints.
1: Okay, so as Toby has managed to completely conceal himself in a large iron pan, and Savannah Ty has almost as if silence were upon him, but then the heel let him down, uh, hides on top of a counter. You see the footprints in the flower, the ones undisturbed by Verde. They are small, certainly. Uh, You'd say similar to your footprint size. Um, Can you make a next check for me?
4: Sure. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Rolling bad
1: now. Eleven. Okay. You know what Verde's footprints look like. These are similar, but with longer claws. And... Walking like Verde does, but when Verde is pretending to be a human. Verde, are you sure
4: you aren't in there? Ah, <coughs> oh,
1: this is very concerning. Elias, Elias. Speaking of Elias, uh, Elias, you are stomping
2: mm-hmm. loudly mm-hmm.
1: round the corner
2: with bravado obviously
1: yes and you i want to no, know i'm gonna say there's a beaded curtain there is a beaded curtain betwixt you and the front of house <laughs> yes that is exactly what <laughs> happens and as the beaded curtain is uh pulled apart you look round to the source of this asmr irritating noise and you see sat on the ground facing away from you looking Towards the back of the counter, a small grotesque figure, lithe and sinu- uh, sinuiny, sinuiny, Sinuine? Sinu-in? Jesus Christ. Um, this creature, shirtless despite the cold, but I mean, you've got Savannah in the group, you've got Toby. Maybe that means nothing. Um, is covered in scales, but between the individual scales, you can see almost translucent skin. And they appear to be eating something.
0: What are they eating?
1: They seem to be eating something. Uh, And that's the source of the gross ASMR sounds that you keep hearing. They are literally so focused on what they are eating, even with the noise, they haven't turned around.
2: Elias will grab their... I've got to check if it's a great actor, a warhammer. I think it's a warhammer. No, it's a battle axe. Oh. Off their back and go, put that down!
1: As you say that, and as you are so close to it, the head snaps round immediately and you see this snarling, wild, feral, kobold face. Uh, its eyes completely sort of almost glazed over with red veins um, and very, very visible, especially as they hiss at you, uh, you see these long needle-like fangs, elongated for a kobold, like they are long. It's eyeing you, warily, defensive. It looks like it's trying to make its mind up about something. What they are eating appears to be a cold Winterfest pudding. It's still in its little tiny hand as it regards you with these bulging white eyes. And it Raises the pudding to its mouth and begins to eat it, just not taking its eyes off you the entire time. There's do, a large. Sorry,
2: it's different. Do you speak? Do I do I get do I get any sense that the the world understands what I'm saying? Um,
1: make an insight <laughs> check for me, please. As you're doing that, uh, I will also tell you. The other thing you see, there is a large satchel full of items next to the kobold, and its little back leg is kind of reaching for the strap, just to keep that by it. That is a four. Okay, that's a a, a number, Lola, that's certainly a number. Um, You don't. (laughs) You don't know.
2: Um, I'm just going to assume that it does, and I'm like, no! And we'll... uh, How close... Is the satchel uh, and it to me right now? So the cobalt itself
1: would be about seven foot away from you. The, the satchel would be five foot away from you.
2: Okay, I'm gonna put the uh, bit of my. Can I? Nope. Even do, I'm gonna do, put the butt of my battle axe
5: mm-hmm.
2: on the 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 handle of the satchel. Okay, as you do
1: that. A low growl comes from this thing's throat. It does drop the pudding and it looks up at you. Snarling. Um Elias. Eli- Elias, there's <laughs> something there's something here that, that looks like Verde but isn't Oh Yeah. Um anyone who is within this scene, can you please roll initiative for me? <laughs> uh, I say that, hold on, don't do it just yet. I need to open up my screen. Okay. But I will be ominous in just a second, I promise. Wait. Please roll initiative for me.
0: Eleven.
2: Seven. And I think that's because my battle, back, battle axe is already engaged. <laughs> uh, Snoop and Birdie. Eight.
1: Eight. Gosh.
3: Fifteen.
1: 15. Yes, thank you, Svantai. Uh With a 15, Savanatai, mm-hmm. you are first. Now, in terms of what's going on layout in front of you, you are, at this point, all through the beaded curtain, which is, I'm going to say in shreds at this point because it hasn't seen this many people through it in a long time. Um, you are all able to fit behind the counter. I'm going to put you in a Marvel line. You've got about your choice five to ten foot between you and the creature. Uh, Savanatai, over to you. Uh, this creature is clearly feral. Um, although Elias couldn't really make out if it understood it's not it's certainly not friendly and it looks like it's about to attack you all. Hmm.
3: Um, Savonatai will do um, what he is accustomed to doing with uh, all enemies before you know, giving them no option but to receive the pain. Um, will telepathically just mind link with the with the creature Ooh. and will just go uh hello uh this is uh what well, this this is uh, a speaking i would just like to inform you that uh, if you were to engage in us we would be uh very likely to uh whoop your ass. so i would suggest that you stand down um please just acknowledge whether you would like to continue with this endeavour
1: I'm gonna ro- do you need to roll for that? I'm gonna send a persuasion check.
3: I'm literally just talking to you because I don't want to use my action to uh
1: mm-hmm. not hit you. Um okay. He- He's gonna just roll to see how he feels about that. You're quite observant, time You don't spend a lot of time talking, you observe. That's the vibe Liz gets, mm-hmm. anyway. Um you can see that this creature acts on instinct mm-hmm. now this instinct that it is acting on you're not 100 sure what that is but you are in the way of it okay that's the vibe that you would get from that exchange it is still going to attack you <laughs> but yeah uh, that's
3: fair yeah. in that case um Savonato will be um, will acknowledge that this is an instinctual thing and may not necessarily be their choice. However, they are still going to need to be made, rendered unconscious. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be trying to not kill it. Uh, okay. Whether I get the last blow or not is, mm-hmm. you know, down to fate. Yeah. Um, but from my vantage point of um, uh, ten foot away, I am going to um, Reach into my stone, where I uh, into my pocket, where I always keep some stones from um, uh, from the desert. I am mm-hmm. uh, going to cast magic stone,
5: nice,
3: um, to imbue three of those pebbles with magic, um, and I'm then going to use my sling to um, fling them at its forehead.
1: Nice. Roll to sling.
3: I shall indeed. Don't think that one's going to do it. Thirteen.
1: Uh, thirteen, just under what you needed.
3: Okay. Oh, do I want to? The stone do the key kind of like thing? rattles
1: off the glass. It smashes into the glass that's behind him on the counter. Goes right through it.
3: Yeah. At at this point, I think I'm not going. I, I could spend key points to to increase it, but I, I think at this point, I'm I'm just testing the water. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have multi attack, so will you allow me to fling yeah, yeah, a second it, of my?
1: Oh, of course.
3: Grand. Um, even worse. That's eleven. I think I'm just doing warning <laughs> shots across the bow at this point. Uh, it's an eleven.
1: Amazing. It's not really taking its eyes off Elias because Elias is right in front of it, um, and is trying to take its satchel away. Uh, it doesn't seem to pay you any mind other than the weird head conversation it had with you. But it snaps back to Elias. Does that end your turn, Um,
3: I will kind of come out of my hiding place and start kind of circling around to uh, to to stop it being able to make a break out the other uh, that, out the back of the shop.
1: Um, amazing. Your perception was 15, your passive perception.
3: Passive perception is 15,
1: yeah. 15. As you kind of circle around, I'm circling you around the counter, halfway up there's glass, you can see the entire scene. Um, but behind you, you do notice that there are quite a few small uh, figures, shadows kind of running away towards where the graveyard was. But on your turn, yeah. that's that's all you would really see. Uh, if that ends turns we move on over to Tobas, followed by Snoot and Verde.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, I think Toby is just going to have a go at this new ring. Yes. New thing to play with. I,
1: I forgot to tell you about one of the very specific things you need to do with these rings to activate them. You forgot need to, to say... Forgot you need to say five gold rings very loudly for it to work that's that's all that's my only request
0: uh cool so how close can can i st- steal things still get like around the thing this to, like, uh, it?
1: yeah especially with your flight so you would theoretically be able to move now elias though not very tall is very shiny this thing is very focused so for the purpose of, of this, yes, you can move to where you need to be.
0: Great. Cool. I want to get on the other side of it mm-hmm. and then like step out of the shadow and FIVE GOLD RINGS! And... That's what I
1: wanted. I'm very <laughs> happy. Oh, you might. Yes.
0: Uh, that's a one, so I cast a fireball at oh, it.
1: Oh boy. Okay. Uh... We're all right there! <laughs>
0: Ah, ah. Which, as it as the ring casts a fireball, mm. I'm a little disappointed because I can do that already.
1: <laughs> but you did it
2: for free. Yeah.
0: Uh, so. So we all make dex. Yeah, twenty foot radius sphere around uh, the kobold. Mm. Uh, mm. Everyone make a dex save. Oh, it's going oh well. Hang on, hang on. Um,
1: Unless you position it. Mm. I'm
0: trying to remember what. No, no. I, I'm being a sorcerer. I was trying to remember what meta magic I had, and I, I don't have careful spell.
1: No, oh, damn. Okay. Um. Do do you when you are when you say you were flanking that implies melee, but you weren't doing a melee thing. Are you flanking as in right next to the kobold? No, no.
0: I've I've. I'm aware that this, the, the, all of the things bar one really in this ring are ranged so I'm maybe like
1: 20 I I'm do you want to make an arcana check just to see if you're gonna encapsulate that's a fun word your yeah. friends or just the creature yes. that you're aiming at
5: uh, uh, the...
3: very quick rules question am I still at disadvantage because I'm wearing half a heel
1: 15 disadvantage no 15 you're able to place it where you need it to be uh, Elias all that will affect you is simply visual, so you may get some toasted eyebrows. Yep. Uh, it course. needs to make a death save. It's me. I need to do something. Okay. Uh, I have got a twelve.
0: That's.
1: It will use your.
0: I mean, it uses yeah. my stats presumably. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's not going to do it.
3: Uh, if but... I'm if I'm in the radius, I've got a fourteen.
1: You're not in the radius. You're okay.
0: Uh, which means, uh, that's a lot of ones, uh, 21 points of damage.
1: 21 points of damage. This thing uh, does seem to light up fairly quickly. Um, now we are in a building full of flower, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, there's, there's a bit of popping going on. Uh, within, you're not quite sure where but the kobold certainly looks a little fried um, and was not expecting that from behind. Um, Elias, you know, I want to roll. I would like you to please roll for me um, a d10.
2: How much eyebrow do I lose? Yes. <laughs> this is <not> <laughs> okay.
1: What you get is a percentage of eyebrows you have left.
2: Oh, okay, good, because that's a nine. of your eyebrows. Okay, cool. That's good.
1: That's cool. Uh, Amazing. And they were
2: very bushy. So they, it looks like probably they just got a little bit of a trim
1: around. Uh, But it smells awful. It smells gross. Toby, anything else on your go that you would like to do? Oh,
2: no, actually,
0: hang on. No, I'm good. I'm good.
1: Cool. Uh, Snoot and over to you.
4: Yes. Um, did, did I also hear the sort of the rustling of other creatures running away outside?
1: Uh, you would have done, yes. You may not have seen it, but you certainly yeah. kind of got the impression there was stuff going on outside.
4: Great. And how rough is this kobold looking right now?
1: Uh, you would say that out of its total HP, you are just, it, it's just over halfway. Oh, just over is, halfway.
4: This is a hench kobold i mean she's just like she's casual eating, like
1: you know she's just hungry she's putting on the pants <laughs> fair enough
4: yeah. um it's cold <sighs> jesus i think uh so i was picturing that snoot had made it and snoot and verde had sort of made it just through the the curtain into the <laughs> room so they're like burst in just as combat started so i am i'm kind of by the entrance yeah so i uh, I don't know what range I have to be at with my longbow to be at normal
1: range. For the purpose of this, you're not. <laughs> but for the purpose of this, don't worry about it. It's okay, fine. fine. Shoot shoot, shoot your damn bow. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I think what what
4: he's going to do first, is, as my bonus action, I'm going to instruct Verde. Uh, Verde, grab
1: that bag! Verde's currently getting very intimate with the beaded curtain, but will certainly make his way to the bag. Yep. Yeah um
4: so he will go immediately after my turn Mm -hmm. and i'm going to i I would like to be sort of flying back down the corridor out the door but as i do fire an arrow nice uh with my long bow which again like snoot has to kind of do a full body to to get it (laughs) (laughs) it's it's
1: so big uh oh oh, that is a 28 to hit Um, uh, yes, that oddly beats uh, its AC by double. Uh, yes.
4: I Actually, I have two attacks, so I'll roll the second one mm. as well. Uh, that's uh, 23 as well. Is the second 23. One, two, three. Yes, certainly hits. Uh, great, so that's going to be 2d8 plus 8. So it's 3, 4, 7. Uh, 7 plus 8 is 15 points of damage. Um, yes. And I'm going to... Verde is going to use his reaction to infuse those strikes with uh, uh, four acid damage. That's 19 total. Four of which is oh, acid. acid damage.
1: Nice. As uh, i flying out the door. Yeah, the arrows so perfectly struck actually hit the beaded curtain and they go with the arrow and kind of vroom vroom into the shoulders of this creature and the, the bits of beaded curtain just sort of dangle. Uh, from the the wounds where they've entered. Um if that ends your turn as you're flying backwards. Uh Elias over to you.
4: So does Verde get to grab
1: the oh, excuse I, me.
4: specifically given in the instruction to try and grab the okay. the bag.
1: Now there's currently a battle axe on the bag.
2: Yeah, I was uh, Elias was kind of stopping the creature from grabbing it. But no, I would I mean, like if it's if it's about to be my turn, if uh, Verde's gonna... I
1: think Verde should make a strength check, just to see. Sure, <laughs> sure. See sure. how it's going. Uh, that is a plus three. Come on, Verde. Oh, baby. He rolled an 11. Okay, Verde's having a struggle, but Elias, it's your turn. I'm assuming at the start of your turn, you raise your battle axe and Verde kind of barrel rolls backwards <laughs> out of the body <laughs> Yeah.
2: Elias, over to you. Absolutely. So, Elias is going like, <clears> to <throat> I warned you and will raise the battle axe and attempt to attack. Okay, roll to hit and roll to hit. Oh, oh are we flanking this creature or is it just me at the front?
1: I'm going to say it's just you at the front because Tommy's further back.
2: And Savontai? Savontai
1: had moved around the counter.
2: Right, but not. Like i don't time. think you've
1: got the entire way
2: okay well that's a uh 21 yes hit, and we are doing this with one hand so remembering what d8s look like six okay uh so second your-
1: attack yep roll to roll to hit
2: that is only an 11, so that does not oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so, the axe is lifted, Verde barrels backwards with the bag, which is quite hefty. There's a lot going on in that bag, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, you lift, and the axe kind of clocks him under the chin, and then you attack, but you are expecting something a little higher as this thing ducks out of the way. Um, Elias, anything else on your turn? You're generally actually? used
2: to be, like, um, Elias is generally used to creatures or enemies or people that they have to put to rights uh being much taller than that yes <laughs> so, exactly <laughs> um uh, uh, no okay not at this point
1: at the end of your turn you see this this little cobalt vampire little cutie that's what i've named it on DD beyond um it it is It is pretty beat up at this point. It does not have a lot of health left. But you see where the wounds are. The skin is beginning to knit itself back together again. Um, The arrows kind of fall out one by one. It doesn't gain much, but it gains some. Merry Christmas. Uh, It is its go. It is going to... Let's see, can it do this yet? No. It's going to try and bite the nearest thing to it. Guess what that is, Elias? it's you um let's see if it hits i have got the first hit which is a 20 non-natural yes my, my armor class
2: is only 18
1: okay second is 17 so the 17 does not hit there's two bits of damage coming your way the first is the piercing damage as maybe those fangs kind of get round into one of the areas that your armor does not cover after that there's some necrotic damage coming um i will roll that here Uh, piercing damage seven okay necrotic damage is a couple of d4s uh eight points of necrotic damage as you take this necrotic damage elias you actually feel your life force draining with it <sighs> your um total hp maximum is reduced by the Why? amount just dealt to you
2: Wait, by 8. By By
1: 8, the necrotic part. Um, So whatever your HP is, it's now less than that. Does that take you down to zero? I'm assuming you have more than... Good. Uh, No reason why I asked. That ends its turn. It is looking for the bag. It wants to kind of rush past you, Elias, but it it can't <laughs> there's not enough space for it to do it savannah your turn
3: mm-hmm. um i think seeing how the um the pebbles didn't quite find their mark um mm-hmm. is just going to approach to with uh into melee range um and as he walks um uh, those of you who have kind of traveled with uh Sabonatai before will recognize um he's starting to kind of tap into the the power of the the, uh, of dreams that uh, Clashtar have access to and white flames kind of pure white just um, race down to the ends of the quarterstaff I'm casting Shillelagh for those of you who want to know what's going on in a rules fashion Um, and then I'm going to bop him on the head violently
1: nice
3: Uh, but with intent not to kill Mm -hmm. roll to bop Uh, it's like the game
1: bop it but with a kobold that was such a good game I was so good at that game
3: uh that's a 19
1: 19 definitely hits roll your bop it damage
3: uh ooh max 13
1: uh tell us how you bop it
3: um it is literally just kind of um he does a couple of kind of tests you know uh I'm going to call them whittles because I can't think. Like the spin, spins the staff. And then just as it kind of comes back round, like the third time, brings it down on top of uh, her head, I think you said.
1: Her head, yes. Her head. Uh, The kobold um, kind of gets knocked out, slumps to the ground. Um, You're now out of combat.
3: And Sivanata will just kind of almost goes to take the, a, another attack, realises that the fight's over, and then just kind of lean on the stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you did notice, oh, nice. Savannah that this thing does have a, a healing property. Um, I'm just throwing a little dehem, little little help here. You've got some holy water if you wish to use it.
3: I will... Um... Leave it to the group to decide. I think. Okay. Uh, I, I I have <laughs> no intent be to Be the kill
4: intelligent it. one.
3: <laughs> I've got an intelligence of ten.
4: Oh, oh no, that might be the most intelligent might... in the party. That's average. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Mine is a
4: seven. So what's
0: Toby's?
4: Fourteen. Okay, uh, Toby's the most intelligent. <laughs> no pressure, G. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah,
0: you'll. Yeah, Toby will take out one of us. Here, do you think? Do you think we should have used some of this? I'm gonna try a thing. Hang on, and we'll pour some of it. Then take a swig.
1: There's <laughs> a there's a slight sizzle. Uh, as you take a swig, you get the impression that these have been kind of um, not tainted. They've been infused with lavender. It's a very odd taste sensation uh, but the the kobold's wounds are not healing now it is drenched in this running water what are you guys doing
4: Newt flew out huh? the, out the building that and, you know, to follow things.
2: interesting I guess I would have done that as well I just didn't get the chance to
0: I was sorry I've got the extra water in that so
2: right yes yes for <clears throat> a good... Um, sorry. Oh, wh- what were you saying?
0: Is that it? Is that the job? Are we done?
2: Oh, no. Not you. Oh.
3: The monitor will kind of point at himself.
4: Snoop? Snoop? Snoop's not there. Oh, Snoop, right. Snoop flew out. Verde is having a chew on the bag, though. Oh, That's okay. okay. Uh, for Verde's sake,
1: Verde looks in the bag, and it's full of baked goods. Oh, <laughs> He
4: is working
3: his way through them. Yes. Um, savonati so will kind of um, point at Verde, point at the door, and then make a kind of wing motion with his hands, trying to indicate that Snoot has left. Um, he, Liz, you said that I noticed the, uh, yes. the, the things as well. Were they more kobolds?
1: Uh... They appear to be more kobolds, yes, moving through the shadows very quickly towards the graveyard.
3: Um, in that case, uh, Savonatai will kind of open his mouth and inhale, which is the hallmark of him about to say some of his very few words, except in someone's head. And we'll just go, uh, Toby, it's a kobold, Zedsoid.
0: All right. I was going to have a look then, eh? I will go out and... If I go out and see Snoot, if I can still. Yep. Yeah, we'll fly up to join him.
1: Uh, you, you both actually do see all the footprints in the snow that are leading towards the graveyard. Um, I say the graveyard, there's there's a a very sort of old crumbling well just outside the graveyard entrance. Um, the tracks seem to go all the way there and then just stop. But I think with that, we might take our break. Uh, We'll see you soon. And we are back. Um, So, last we were here, I believe that our super secret agents were heading towards the graveyard. Now, I don't know how in tune you are with each other. Uh, I don't know how long you've been working as a team. Um... Uh, this may be your first venture out together but i like to think that you may be able to notice that Eli- uh, elias's demeanor is perhaps not as healthy healthy yeah i was going like vitality but i couldn't think of like the word that would describe that healthy as normal <laughs> elias you feel also like you feel like you got the flu I guess you know you feel like something's not right like there's an illness coming in sort of thing
2: <clears throat> right um best the be following snoot
4: <sighs> well, uh, when I see everyone else well when toby has come out as, as if we' finished is the is the cobalt is the cobalt dead
0: I uh, aye, aye, it's uh, it's no bother anymore don't worry
4: okay uh, will kind of look down at the others coming out. Oh, Elias, you are not well. Uh, allow me to help you. Uh, and oh, goes uh, goes to cast a spell, and then suddenly realizes sees the ring on his <laughs> hand and goes,
2: "Verde, Verde,
4: Verde." Verde
2: was um, enjoying the fruits of the Gobold's labor.
4: Stop uh, eating the cobalt, disease.
2: No. No? Okay. No.
4: That has oh, been yeah. a problem before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't. Uh, third day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do the thing. Do the thing with the ring.
1: let try and eat the ring.
4: Then you've got to say, I've got rings.
3: You just accidentally cast shield on yourself.
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. You have to have the intention of it's fine. Um, we'll say it works somehow through this this link that you and Verde have. Sure, Christmas spirit is strong amongst all of us.
4: Well, I, I, I was going to say, Liz, if Verde initially looks at Snoot like that, will uh, Snoot will go. Oh, fine. I'll talk in the secret language that we're not supposed to speak to each other in in front of other people. But I think you need to know that you need to say, and then I'm going to switch to draconic. Mm-hmm. Five gold rings. <clears throat> you kind
1: of stand straight. <clears throat> And uh, what is cast from the spell now,
4: Liz? Before I say that, you need to know that you cut out yeah. because of did zero. I? <laughs> but the the animation, the animated performance oh. you gave was beautiful.
1: <laughs> Listen, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Verde says five gold rings, but yeah. a lot of snarling. Yeah. Um, and that what happens? Uh, so he has
4: the Ghost of Winter Fest future ring. So he casts. Uh, so a healing spirit appears. Yeah. Uh, does it? I don't know. Do, what is it like?
1: you tell me oh
4: great okay uh in that case it looks I think it looks like the the dragon that Verde wants to be maybe will that will be one day when he grows up and is majestic large acid dragon powerful wings spread and flap and then it just kind of goes
1: <laughs>
4: at all of us oh, that's and nice. um we we all get 10 temporary HP oh
1: mm-hmm. that's great. Cool. Uh, you are all vomited upon and feel the benefits. A little acid cleanse. Ah. Yeah. Gets right into those pores.
4: Are you still not well, Elijah? Would you like some more assistance? I can assist you further. <laughs> Elijah! <laughs> Elijah Elias. <laughs> I like Um, Elijah Elijah's the one that Tom was playing in a different (laughs) campaign not too long
2: ago (laughs) I feel like I've had a ginger shot it has very much bolstered me however I do still feel a bit peaky but I think that that shall be for another time we must onwards before we lose them it's too late. Cure wounds. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, cure uh, it's wins. not gonna. It's, it's not
4: gonna help. Oh, is it not gonna help? Yeah. No, because you you got ten HP though, so that won't count towards the HP total you had. So, uh,
2: cure wounds is going to help um, the da- the damage that I took. It's, it's not, not gonna not restore method. my max HP. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, but you still
1: heal a little bit, right? It's not yeah, a little bit,
4: yeah, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right.
4: Uh, take ten. Extra Amazing.
2: HP. I can't take that much, but yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Glad so,
2: only cast it, first
4: level.
1: I'm gonna ask a question. When Snoop casts Cure Wounds, what does it look like?
4: Um, I think because again it's just so like quick and panicky and flustered, it's just uh his hand just kind of delicately slaps Elias Aww. and there's like a little feathery um like magical spectral feathers just all over
1: here. Nice. Uh Elias slash Elijah. Uh you are befeathered but happy about it. It's fine. Um, so you find yourselves looking at what could be hundreds of tiny little footprints in the frosty crisp snow heading towards what looks like the kind of ramshackle well uh, that is about 30 foot away from the entrance to the graveyard Um, those of you who kind of spotted the figures before you don't see them now but they were certainly going that direction
4: I mean, we definitely defeated it, right? But one was pretty tough. If we think there are hundreds of them, what are we going to do?
2: We shall defeat them. To, well, hmm.
0: <laughs> Maybe just tell somebody else. But we should go and have a look, eh? I propose
2: that at some point we might need to negotiate.
0: I mean that that one they didn't want to negotiate much. I don't think.
2: If there are a lot of them, we might have a problem. Did you see where they went? First of all, that way?
4: Do we want to be on their home turf?
0: Were you thinking we could, like, draw them out somehow?
2: Perhaps. Perhaps. Does it look like from... from if if we go a bit closer yeah. to the... My
1: brave super secret agents. Yes, if you go a <laughs> bit yes, closer to so the So brave.
2: Map. Yes. <laughs> Tiptoeing. Passionately, well, not, not mm. Elias is just walking. Stomping. <laughs> Elias cannot do the stuff. Sorry, if uh,
1: what, was your, what was your question? I interrupted
2: you. Uh, does it does it look like they're possibly hiding? There, can, can oh, I make a? You can make a perception check if you wish. Oh God, it's probably going to be bad. At, <laughs> it's a thirteen.
1: 13, it's not bad. Um, It's good enough to know that you're not surrounded by them, they are not hiding anywhere near you, you don't hear those sounds like you heard before. Though you do smell something with that check, and what you oh. smell is pretty awful. Um, And what you can glean from your nose following the smell is that it is coming from the well. There do seem to be crumbs scattered around the base and bits of cast-off food. But that's not the smell that you're smelling. You're smelling something else. Mm. What am I smelling? Oh, make a check of some variety. Mm. Hold the line, caller. Please make a nature check. Or a medicine okay. check.
2: Okay, medicine is marginally better. In that I don't have any minuses to it. Hey, okay. <laughs> <It's a> six. <laughs> you are rolling amazingly, Elias. Six, <laughs> so good.
1: That smell is not nice. That's what you know. It's um, not nice. You've never smelt it before.
2: I smell a thing, but I don't know what it is. But it's bad.
4: Could well okay. Uh, maybe maybe could we all
2: try sniffing? It's the well. I mean, probably don't get too close.
0: Can I have a check if I go and stick my head into the well? And- <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> Classic Tommy. Uh, I mean, I
4: was going to suggest flying over the top to see <laughs> it down, but you go <laughs> straight ahead. Straight
1: on in. Uh, so, the, you certainly begin to smell the smell the closer you get to the well that rhymes. Um, as your beaked visage uh, goes over the edge, the smell is certainly very strong. I'm not going to paint this lightly. It smells like death. It does not smell like something is living. Um...
0: Oh, pals, that's no good. That's no good smell.
1: In addition, you can see there's light at the bottom. There's a glowing... As if there is a a torch of some description down there. Uh, The light flickers like flame. And it lights up what seem to be very small eggs that are kind of stuck on the inside of the well as it goes down by, you estimate, about 50 foot. These eggs are what... Is creating this horrible smell they are grotesque Um, I'm gonna say maybe Snoot you have the closest affinity to the more draconic creatures in the world you know what a dragon egg would look like so if Snoot were to see uh, these are similar to dragon eggs but they're kind of ghastly with a sort of thin film where the scale should be they are red and there are black veins kind of riddled through this film. They smell off. But Tobby, through the flame that's kind of casting its light through them, you can certainly see something within, something very small, just moving, sort of twitching a little bit.
0: Oh, there's... there's. I think there are, like, eggs down there. There's some, maybe. Not any eggs I've seen, but...
4: they kind of...
1: Uh, let me have a look. Snoot, you see uh, these filmy eggs, but they look like they maybe were dragon-y at some point, but there's something wrong with them.
4: Oh, that's not good. No, they shouldn't look like that. That's definitely wrong. We should, we should, um, I don't feel good about stopping them, but I don't know if they'll turn out nice.
2: Do we think that they are
1: Diseased Do I <laughs> uh make a medicine check? Uh, sure.
4: I
3: mean, would would you recognise the kind of look of the kobold that we just fought?
4: Perhaps?
1: Yeah. Would they yeah. would they line up? It's very, very like, similar. Very yeah. similar. But let's see what your medicine check says. Sixteen. Sixteen. Um it's like the eggs are undead and that would track with the undead kobolds that you saw before.
4: Maybe we should try pouring some of the special water on it, see if that helps.
0: Oh, aye, yeah. We'll take some, and from the top, you said they're, like, attached to the site, right? Yeah,
1: kind of, like, splooged onto the side.
0: And just, like, pour it on one of them
1: i'm not going to go into detail uh for any of the people here or the people listening but it's kind of gross sizzly and the things are no more by the time you're done um no no pain is felt uh but these things are certainly no more
4: don't
1: look fur day uh Firde is like really intent on like seeing what's happening and you're like no no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, but you have saved yourself from potentially quite a few jumping out at you if you were to go down. So good work, agents. Good work, agents, you hear in your brains. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be getting Wait, on you, just fine. You right? You watched us. I'm always watching, agents. Always watching. You're the one that knows if we're sleeping or if we're awake. No, that was on the missive that you read. You told me I you didn't could read. I, didn't read it. <laughs> I thought you said that. That's the spirit, Snoot. <laughs> Keep on going, agents. You're doing just fine.
3: Volontai will kind of just like point down. Thumbs up.
1: How, how do you plan to scale the 50 foot? Well,
2: I jumped down. Well, we have 50 foot of hemp and rope.
1: <laughs> Amazing. So we have three characters who would be able to make that descent unharmed. Elias babes so you've got your rope we're gonna be attaching that to something are you feeling dexterous do you want to try and tie a good knot
2: yes I I will try
1: yes should we go for some help yes you may how are you gonna help snoot
4: well snoot's actually surprisingly good at survival and sleight of hand and and that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. I think we'll I again would not have gone down the well at all without Elias going first. <laughs> so we'll be hanging around waiting nearby, <laughs> watching Elias tie the knot and be like that's really good. Oh oh you know I heard once maybe if you try this then it would work even better.
1: Amazing. Elias, do you want to roll a sleight of hand check at advantage, please?
2: Slight of hand. Yes. Yay. Yay. No. That's <laughs> that is a natural one. And a nine,
1: nine is better than Plus a one. Plus two,
2: so eleven.
1: <laughs> eleven, okay. You've so, made a knot. Sean, we you going to say? For a second there, something? I did
2: thought, think the nine was six, so, so <laughs> better. It like- it's better.
3: <laughs> um, I was just going to ask what the full damage would be, because so if- I'm, I'm on the cusp
1: of, of glory of of an invention. I
3: could, I could reduce twenty five of it, but I think potentially you could get up to thirty if you max out all the dice, if my math is right.
1: I see what you mean. So it would be five times five times d six. Um, so I will roll that.
3: I'm going to blame can't it on the stiletto. You,
2: can't you just do monk shit on the walls?
3: <laughs> yeah, but that's not as cool as literally just whoop, straight down.
2: Okay, you want to do a uh, superhero a landing? Superhero, yeah. oh uh, yeah.
4: Valatai's biggest concern is looking cool in front of these idiots.
1: Uh, the entire falling damage would be uh, twenty. So I think if you have twenty five, you're all kinds of good. Uh, but <laughs> to be all kinds of good, Sonatai, I need you to tell me what it looks like when you snow snowfall. When you snowfall, tell us what it looks like when you snowfall.
3: Um. So, uh, Sonatide is very tied to the kind of plane of dreams. So there's almost um, clouds of just, just like ethereal clouds, almost kind of cushion his fall as he uh, as he. Um and it, it almost goes into slow mo as he kind of just the the clouds just clear away and he's just down there. It's not so much for this lot, but more for the, the people that are about to get smacked with a stick.
1: Nice. We will get to that bit in a second. Toby, how do you feel about sonetized slow fall? As as a person who flies.
0: Um I think it looks quite cool. Ooh. Just sort of I think um yeah. I'm at the top of the well still watching oh aye, you bad. I like all the clouds in that.
1: Nice. And as the clouds kind of dissipate, Elias you have, you've tied a knot. It seems sturdy.
2: Very good. <clears throat> Elias shall climb down it.
1: <laughs> we are going to abseil. Are you just of? going to jump in? Like, what? What's your techniques right now? What? How are you descending? Well, it's
2: possibly uh, given that the the eggs are now no more. Yes, uh, it's it's a combination of absolutely. So it's kind of a ugh, ugh, <laughs> ugh, ugh, ugh as a, like the ugh is because. The boots are getting dirty.
1: Yeah, there's, there's there's a fair amount of goop going on <laughs> yeah. in years. Um, you are able to uh, descend a good 40 foot. That last 10 foot, though, that knot with that roll is coming loose. Uh, the last 10 feet that you will fall, unless anyone jumps in, I will need a Dexterity saving throw, please, unless someone jumps in rapidly.
4: Oh, definitely would try and help. I mean, that's a 19,
1: so Okay. Well, we'll come by this. We'll come by this fine. with the help. So, uh, Snoot, how do you assist this de- dexterous lang- uh, language landing? <laughs> uh, I, th-
4: I think there's an immediate assumption that Elias is going to damage themselves mm-hmm. and is uh, sort of panicking, flying down quickly and sort of grappling, just kind of grasping and grappling at whatever he can grab, like bits of your shoulder pads or your mm-hmm. your hair or. Anything just like that oh, 90% sorry. of
1: eyebrow you're able yeah. to click on Elias, you three point land, but like your head is lifted up by the eyebrow. <laughs>
2: Cushioning. Oh. Oh. I got you, I saved you. Oh, I'm sorry. It's two 19s. So nice. Uh, you are
1: pretty much all, apart from Toby. I think you're all down. Yeah, the well. I think
0: I would have been at the top, kind of like, Oh, I'll stay up here and uh, I'll keep an eye on the knot. And then leaning over, watching. Yes. my like, aye, aye, it's going great. Oh, here comes the rope. Aye. And then we'll... Nice. down. Like, aye, you're already there. Come on, on we go. And then walk ahead of everyone.
1: Amazing. The rope kind of whittles down and you all find yourselves at the bottom of the well. Um anyone who's looking you would notice that there are a lot of scrabble marks like claw marks that were on the the sides of the well on your way down um as if things were crawling up and down again very much (laughs) um anyway you are in a tunnel and you see the source of the light is a torch um for those of you who are slightly challenged by height they're at the right height for you this torch is at the you know uh, a hand height for the taller among you it's quite low like it's gonna it's gonna burn your knees if you walk too closely to it
2: okay. um probably
3: actually welcome given that we've been treading through snow
2: correct it's a very big it's a very tall tunnel
1: uh, the tunnel itself is quite tall it's not brick like the well was this looks like it's been dug um
0: um, I'm gonna because I don't have dark vision I'm gonna take one of the torches.
1: Good plan G good plan mm-hmm. uh, you can now see welcome. Um, the tunnel itself does stretch about 30 foot ahead and curves <laughs> round slightly to the left. Are you doing anything in this moment? are you going valiantly ahead? Are you being cautious? what's the are you having a chat like what what what's going on? So
2: did you perhaps? need a bolster
3: oh the bonatie will we' kind of think about it and then nod
2: okay so I'm gonna lay on hands you for oh that yeah. kind of bolster yeah oh. as in no, I've... didn't you just take 20 damage when you fell
3: no I slow fell
2: oh right okay we yeah. worked out monk, the damage that shit. could have been taken. Oh, well. okay. So you can cancel 25 damage, but not. Okay. Okay. Thank
1: you for the <laughs> offer. I like to think that, Elias, you got your hands ready. You're like, come on, love. And you're approaching Savannah Ty with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> in a quite a, an awkward moment in the tunnel. I enjoyed that.
2: Right. So I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, well, fine. Um, <laughs> it's just going to turn it into a bless for everybody.
1: Yeah. Are you hmm. are you casting bless?
2: Yes. Amazing. So just before we've left the 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 welly uh, bit. The well bit, like mm. a, a beam of light Ooh. kind of well, hmm, not just light, but like sparkles of sugar and uh <laughs> like the scent of plums and sweet treats. <laughs> probably a bad idea but um, (laughs) it does improve the smell that we've come into it does
1: it does it
2: it does quite a lot right so um
1: as the essence
2: of the uh sugar plum goblin
1: is bestowed upon you all you all hear a very distant
2: "Ah, Mm -hmm. um which is it's very convenient that we have more holy water because it requires a sprinkling of such
1: oh it's nice
2: another component use of a spell Mm-hmm.
1: The noise that you heard was the Sugar Plum Fairy. Just so you know, that was a, a uh, noise that you probably heard. The Plum Goblin. No, uh, Goblin. Sorry, Goblin. I made this day too. Yeah, um, I
2: know. Right. I should know this. Come on, Liz
1: <laughs> We think we also
4: want to be sneaky here, or are we are we just going to Elias our way in?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, if it's named after me, then it must be good.
4: Okay, then I won't cast past that trace.
1: What were you gonna say, Tubby?
0: I that was just a reaction to the question,
1: okay? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! So, Eliasing your way, uh, down okay. the tunnel.
2: Sorry, oh. if everyone else wants to, <laughs> they can.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, you are our, our glorious leader, so what you say goes.
1: Elias going Elias. Yep. (laughs) You make your way down the tunnel. Um, You you see that the sun, as it wraps round, there are more torches, again, sort of knee height. Um, It eventually begins to open up wider and you all begin to hear noises echoing like they're in a very large space. Um, again, very similar to Verde's noises, but many of them. But you also hear, like, a kind of piercing screech, as if someone has got a stringed instrument, like a cello, and is running their finger down one of the strings. But the high string, not the low string. That is what you begin to hear. Are you still Eliasing?
2: Um... Sure, but, like, I guess at the... At the if, if if this music is pretty loud then and discordant, then I, I imagine that even just stepping boldly is still somewhat disguised. So, it's
1: not specifically music that you hear it's the screech that sounds like a string is being scratched down, right? Uh, but okay. it's coming certainly from something beyond. That is the kind of noise of, like, the the creatures. So it's like the
4: the noise that's actually happening to us, or do we think that they're putting on a play and trying to make things spooky? So they're they're making that noise to make it spooky.
0: I mean. I've... Maybe they're big theater fans. Who knows?
5: Possible.
2: <laughs> Very possible. Hmm. I believe we should power through and investigate. Nice.
1: Aye. Elias leading you all follow.
2: Hmm? Elias also can't see. You <laughs> <laughs> also don't have dark vision. Yeah, so I like to
1: think Elias is like powering ahead, and then he's like, "Oh God, I can't see!" And then uh, Toby kind of rocks up. You're like, "Oh, I can see." Oh wait, no, I do.
2: Sorry, I do
1: have dark vision. <laughs> I
3: almost okay. did. I, I don't. I'm, I'm st- sticking next to Toby.
4: <laughs> I have dark vision.
0: I'm going to see. I, say, I must do. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: I've got 120 feet of dark vision, but Snoop's not going to go in front unless he's told. <laughs> It would
2: absolutely be an Elias
1: thing just straight into the dark though, so. I mean, the torches do kind of continue, but for the purpose of this, I'm going to say they don't and all of this has just transpired. I love it. Um, Elias, first to see, with your dark vision, which we have now established you have, um, as this tunnel finally opens up, you find that you are looking at a very large, huge, grotesque cavern. Within this cabin cabin cavern you see many kobolds, similar to the ones that you've seen, the one that you've seen previously, except some of them have wings and they are hanging upside down from the cavern ceiling. It's about fifty foot up, you estimate. And in the centre of this very large cavern is a very, very large kobold, again on the ceiling, hanging upside down. And beneath this very, very large kobold, similar in appearance with the sinewy skin and grossness, is a very, very large food pile. The food pile is kind of peaked. Um, It's kind of within an indent in the, the, the floor of this cavern. Perhaps there was a large pond there once, but now contains all this food. The food, most of which is rotting, is piled high. And you see this very large winged kobold monstrosity reach down with a clawed hind leg, pick up what looks like a cooked turkey. The hind leg kind of stretches up to its distended jaws and it begins to eat, demolishing part of this turkey. You hear displeased growls and again that screech, that kind of ripping down uh, strings. The cooked turkey that was in its grasp is flung to the side of the cavern. And you see the smaller kobolds kind of scattering, then they begin to fight over the leftovers that have been cast away. They all hiss loudly at one another. In this space you see that there are stalactites sort of 20 foot away from you, roughly, to the left and to the right. Stalatmites are the ones on the floor, I hope. Um, and uh, there are also, there's like a ring of them dotted around the pile of food to keep it all within. There are also clusters of these undead eggs, um, kind of leathery and attached, gooped onto the side of the stalactites. mites. Um, you do see movement in these as well. There are similar stalactites hanging from above, um, which also have clusters of eggs. The other kobolds in this space, they seem to covet the giant in the centre. They fly up to it with food offerings, only to be dismissed with a screech and a snap of its jaws as they kind of recoil. No one has seen you yet, which is surprising considering you're Eliasing. What are you doing? (laughs) I need to know what's going on in this moment with this super secret agent group. This band of highly trained very skilled agents. What are you doing, guys?
4: I'm trying to stop Verde from getting <sighs> into the big food pile. Oh, is <laughs> very interested.
0: We're <laughs> <No. So>, uh, <laughs> yeah. so we're just, just going to tell okay, Persuade him to give all the food back. Is that what you were saying? Before?
2: Uh, no. I was suggesting that we negotiate a fair uh, acquittal of of food so that they don't feel like they have to steal
0: some. I mean, I feel like if that like they got to a point quite a while ago that they didn't have to steal anymore. I mean, look at that pile of food. You know.
2: Yeah. There are quite a lot more bigger than I imagined, uh, thought. <clears throat>
0: Aye, me too.
4: But that's okay. You're you're the, the great Elias Dornborough. It'll be alright.
2: It Pinesnap Dornborough, but yes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Elias oh, Pinesnap
4: Dornborough?
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> throat> Sorry. Um You know what? No, you know what? Elias isn't intelligent enough to have this thought.
4: <laughs> someone needs to, or we're not going anywhere. <laughs> I was just
2: like,
1: how about... I literally me? cannot wait to see what happens. Like, I am on the edge of my... What, what's going to happen, Elias?
2: Slash, slash Elijah. <laughs> Elias what are we doing? Just, Elias just think... Well, wasn't thinking, but someone may be thinking, uh, maybe we go back up up and like try and collapse the... Um, where this tunnel that is onto them so we just have to take out the stragglers <laughs> as opposed to all of them um, but Elias is not thinking that because that is an intelligent thought <laughs> so what's Elias going to do instead uh, Elias is going to be um well with the blessing of the sugarplum goblin we can take them all
0: Okay. <laughs> um do you reckon I mean like we're we're in a big hole in the ground, right? Except it's not a hole because there's a roof, but what if there wasn't a roof because the roof was in the hole? Do you know what I mean?
5: Mm-hmm. I, I feel
1: like Elias needs to make an intelligence saving throw at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we break Elias. You know what? It (laughs) it was a 17. Hey. Minus two. So it's a 15.
2: You get what Toby means. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. That is a very interesting possible... That sounds... How do we do that?
0: I mean, I can do... I can do a a thing like that, like, we'll, we'll like, shatter stuff, but I don't know if it'd be better if I did it from down here or from up there. I don't. Tell you what, why don't we just go back to like the entrance to that wee tunnel, and I'll do it, and then we'll run.
1: As you're having this conversation, you notice things have gone very quiet all around you as you're focused entirely on each other. You turn around and see lots of little eyes and one pair of very big eyes looking at you hungrily to your left and to your right on the ceiling the eggs begin to squelch open
0: i don't suppose you guys don't want to just give all that food back and just call it a day aye
1: As you say that, I'm going to call her the mama because that's what she is. She's hanging off the center of this cave. She kind of dislodges herself as she's looking at you upside down. Her head's upside down. Um, She kind of rectifies herself. And you see she's got these very little leathery wings that are holding up quite a big bulky form. She roars and you feel the vibration through the entire cavern. You feel it in your stomach, and the masses of kobolds, more than you can count, begin to swarm. One big swarm on the ground to your left, another big swarm on the ceiling to your right.
0: I cast Shatter on the ceiling.
1: The mama is hovering just before you. You can certainly do that, but the moment you do, we're going to roll initiative. Cast Shatter, please.
0: Okay. Uh... So I'm doing it at third level. Nice. That. <clears throat> uh So it's a ten-foot radius sphere centered on a point right, that is center. sort of the middle of the ceiling, I guess. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's going to be above Big Mama's noggin.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So each creature in that ten-foot radius must make a con saving throw.
1: Great. Let's see. Uh, She rolled. Let me get her stat block up. So you can call encounters things on D&D Beyond and I've called this Well, Well, Well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I found it amusing. I like um, That's <laughs> the con save. Yeah. Uh, seven plus eight is a number. Uh, oh.
0: That's uh, 15, 15, which is what the save is.
1: Meets beats. So I'm thinking there's still going to be some damage, but it's going to be halved. Is that how that
0: shatter uh, works? You s- yes, it's halved.
1: And we will do that damage the the building can't save against that so the building is going to take the full whack of damage
0: yeah um oh no okay the creatures are not made of inorganic material are they
1: sadly no but the building oh no the building's still organic uh 19 points of
0: damage 19
1: so that would be total she's gonna take half so that's 10. Uh, The roof does take that damage. Um, Can you roll for me 2d10?
0: Uh,
1: Tell me what the numbers are individually.
0: That's a seven.
1: Mm -hmm. And a nine. Nine. There are seven sections of the roof within that 10-foot radius uh, that have been dislodged as a result of Shatter. They each fall... And in total, from that, she's going to take 18 points of damage on top. Okay. Amazing. So, in total, she's taken 38 points of damage. Combat is beginning, guys. Could you all roll an initiative for me, please?
3: 16 for me.
1: Amazing. Ooh.
0: 23. 23.
1: Nice. Swift 9. 59. 59? What, nine? Swift's going to I rolled an initiative of 59. Elias, what did you... Uh, Elias Pinesap Dawnborough, can you Seven. please?
2: Seven. is <laughs> <it's> literally what <laughs> I rolled last time. Amazing. No, I rolled five. I rolled a five on the dice this
1: time. <laughs> so it's, it's Big Mama's turn. And she's feeling a little... She's not enjoying the food that she's been eating. She's feeling a bit acidy but it's not acid that she's going to be emanating shortly. There's been a theme of vomit, and I apologise in this game, that wasn't the intention, but she is going to be emanating a 15-foot cone worth of very foul-smelling necrotic energy. Can you all, (gasps) as she flies towards you all, you're all there on the ground or slightly flying, make a constitution saving throw for me, please. Constitution? Yes.
0: 16.
3: That that is a sloppy 20 for me.
4: Nice. (laughs) That is a 13 for Snoot and a 7. No, 6 for Verde. Oh
2: no. Very well. 21.
1: 21. So sadly, Snoot and Verde did fail the save. The rest of you (gasps) succeeded. Um, On a failed save, you're going to take some necrotic damage. On a success, you take half as much damage. On a fail, there's also an additional effect. I'm just going to roll that damage and we'll see what happens. 14 points of necrotic damage to everyone.
3: By temp HP.
1: Um, that's hard for those who saved. So seven points. Did you all roll your best dice?
2: I mean, did you roll your best die?
1: Seems- oh, you have bless. That so added to the. I mean, I. I don't think
2: it would have affected. I think
1: Snoot and Verde may.
2: Well. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> so Snoot and Verde take the full fourteen. The rest of you take seven points of damage. That's the damage dealt. That's necrotic. Um, you feel this horrid kind of burp wave kind of go across you. Snoot and Verde, on the other hand, I'll tell you what the mechanic is. You cannot regain HP for one minute. Okay. 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 The mama, she kind of circles round. She was 15 foot away from you. She's got 15 foot more of movement. She's circling round, kind of whipping the swarms into a frenzy as she kind of screeches up in the air, but you see the ceiling's kind of shuddering as she's screeching. That ends her turn. Toby. it's over to you.
0: Um... Cool. So, so they're all. How how high is the ceiling in here?
1: Ceiling is fifty foot. She is about. She was fifteen foot away from you, but then she's gone straight up again. So, she's near the top of the ceiling.
0: Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take off. Uh, oh. I get like about twenty five feet into the air. Cool. Uh, yeah, about that. And I am going to cast. I am gonna. Oh, actually, yes, I can do that as well. Hang on. Uh, so first of all, I'm gonna uh, pull my crossbow off of the the belt it's mm-hmm. hooked onto, uh, and take a shot.
1: Nice action,
0: uh, which is a uh, 21 to hit.
1: Are you hitting the big mama?
0: Yes, sorry, I had the big moment.
1: That's all right, you hit.
0: Cool. Um before I roll the damage, as that's flying through the air, um <clears throat> the the like feathers uh on either side of my head sort of like boof out a bit more. Um and uh, kind of all sort of like like ruffle a bit in the wind almost, but there's no nice. wind. Um as my meta magic uh quickens a spell um and as the arrow flies through the air um a chromatic orb forms yeah. around the arrow nice. um which is only a 14 to hit annoyingly
1: uh 14 sadly does not beat the ac um does chromatic orb do any half damage or it so so no it
0: no it's just a it's an attack
1: so, so- It looks pretty, it joins up with the arrow, but it just kind of falls off and veers away just at the, just at the last minute.
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, so we just, that's just, oh, at least that's full, 11 points of damage from the arrow.
1: Amazing. Uh, Big Mama kind of takes the arrow, um, doesn't do quite as much damage as you would hope. But certainly takes some
0: sorry Uh, just a sec yes i have what's the thing sorry there's a a sorcerer thing i'm sure i can do yes magical guidance when i make an ability check that fails i can spend a sorcery point (laughs) to reroll the d20
1: nice
0: Ah, uh, that's not much better. That <laughs> is a sixteen to hit.
1: Oh, that was just under what you needed. Back. Damn.
0: All right, no mind. no mind. It
1: looks really pretty. Not gonna yeah. lie, it looks gorgeous. But sadly, the damage doesn't take. Looks like it does
0: lots of damage and does. not yeah. Like, right.
1: like Mama saw her life flash before her eye. Her undead life, she saw flash before her eyes. But then she's like, "Oh no, it's fine. It's alright. Just looks nice." <laughs> Um, If that ends your go, Toby, we're going to move on over to the vampiric kobolds who are swarming and flying. Uh, Now, Tobus, you've just fired at their mama, so they're going to be going for you. Um, They flutter over these hundreds of wings uh, to your space, and they are all around you. All you can hear are their screeches. All you can smell is them, which is not nice. Um... They will be biting you. There's quite a few bites kind of throughout this, um, but I'm putting them into one, basically. Mm -hmm. Let's see if they hit. Um, I have got a 19 on the dice. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Um, They are at full HP, so you're going to be taking the full whack of damage, and I will roll that on DD Beyond. You are very lucky. I rolled a lot of ones. So the piercing damage that you take Mm -hmm. in total is nine. Right. There's some necrotic damage coming along your way as well. Um, with these guys, you're not getting your HP reduced.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but you take 13 points of necrotic damage.
0: So 9 and 13.
1: Correct. So 22. Oof. Okay. Um, they kind of swarm around Tobus. Um, and you see sort of parts of Tobus sort of just getting... Ripped to shreds, literally, as they kind of swarm around him like yeah, a they, piranha. They
0: like plucking the feathers out. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, there's like bald patches.
1: That's all that they can move. We are going to move on over to Savannah, um, hmm. um
3: So these things are just swarmed around Toby. Yeah. Um, how many would I be able to get in twenty foot cube?
1: Um have a look
3: i might said cube be able to encapsulate mama if not just the swarms is fine
1: the swarm is kind of just the side of mama uh they they moved to tobias uh, sorry they moved to toby what oh, I is to you Tobias, which is <laughs> quite nice um the swarm is considered medium but i'm putting it as a hefty medium uh so ten foot by ten foot is their area Mm-hmm. Mama is bigger than that, but she's away from them. So you could get them all. You would also get Toby if the spell impacts everything in an area because they're in Toby's space.
3: They're all, they're all, in, uh, yeah. Uh, Big Mama
1: is living her life, her undead life, uh, near the center and the top.
3: She also flew away, didn't she? She did, yep. Yeah, so not too much I can do about that. Okay. Um I'm going to do it anyway. Um I think did you say, you said that there were swarms to the side so I could go for a swarm that wasn't
1: There are walking kobolds uh-huh. to your left. The flying are kind of up in the air to the right.
3: Mm-hmm. I'll go for the walking kobolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am um so so tai kind of uh, flourishes his staff again and um, will just kind of smack it into the ground and the white flame springs out um, and spreads across the ground um, in the direction of the uh, walking kobolds, where it explodes into a um, – it rinds them in uh, fairy fire, basically. Nice. Uh, so can they make dexterity saving throws?
1: Yes, they can. Are oh, you dexterous? You're okay. Um, that is a fifteen on the debt save.
3: My DC is sixteen.
1: Ah, so they so. so tell us what Fairy does.
3: Uh, Each object in the 20-foot cube within range is outlined in a bright white light, because I'm choosing it. Uh, Any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light if it fails the dexterity saving throw. For the duration, objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it. The affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible.
1: Amazing. Is that a concentration spell? Do they re-roll the save? at some point
3: it is concentration it is also the only spell i know so
1: that's nice i like it um they are glowing uh like a Winterfest tree um i think they enjoy it i think they quite like their moment in the light uh but they certainly look hungry uh Um, savannah anything else
3: bonus action um i am going to um touch another couple of uh stones to uh, to, to use my magic stone so they these, these stones also become uh, outlined in bright white light.
1: Amazing. Are you firing them? Can you fire them yet or is it just... I cannot
3: because I use my coin. action.
1: Savanatai fondles his stones and as that happens we move on over to the walking kobolds slash dead. Hmm. Um, they are peckish. And they are going to be making their way across to you. Um, on the ground, we've got Savanatai, Snoot, and Verde, and Elias. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to roll D4, subtract 1, see who we're going to go for. Okay. Elijah, we're going for you. <laughs> Sorry, because Elijah's not here. <laughs> Elias, we're going to go for you. Yeah. Um, they move surprisingly quickly as they scuttle Um shrouded in this beautiful white light uh it was kind of reflects off your armor back at them they kind of get towards you but just with their little eyes closed um they are going to be biting you and there will be some further damage on top if they hit hit (laughs) so i might have rolled a natural 20. oh fun
2: so i'm just gonna see
1: how bitey these bitey things again i'll roll my dice a lot of dice you got some temp HP, right? You'll be fine. No, You'll be fine. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I can't
2: heal. So <laughs> I thought everyone else.
4: You know what? Was better me, as even, no, you, you, you better me than better No,
2: you as, can... as in their their necrotic bites. So their necrotic bat damage, I can't heal.
1: You can heal their necrotic damage.
2: Okay. Oh, but, sorry. One. No, it just takes off my max HP
1: the first one that you faced did but this one right. they are kind of they're kind of nibbling okay. they're not as they're not as potent okay. as the other one good
2: still ooh
1: uh 26 points of piercing damage i'll do the necrotic damage on dd because i don't have that many dice oof. Um, yeah, oof. I'm... <laughs> um you've got 18 points of necrotic damage <laughs> yeah. Really? Ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> your HP isn't reduced by that much. You are—that's just damage that you take.
2: No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Elias just falls over in a clatter rather. I
3: bless.
1: <laughs> I like to think that in Elias's mind, the sugar plum goblin rocks up at this moment and offers you, in your unconscious state, just some Turkish delight. As your your head is, it's not helping you. She's just there trying to ply you with sweets. Like that ends. Against
5: your face.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ends the kobold's turn. Snoot and Verde over to you. have just seen Elias, KO. <laughs> like, what would you like to do? This is so reminiscent
4: of what happened last time <laughs> I played this character. And I think <laughs> I think Snoot, <laughs> without helping it, is just immediately also going to go, Dad, <laughs> Elias. <laughs> Again. Um, And is going to panic. Verde! Protect! Protect! Um, So on Verde's turn, he will do a thing. Uh, I will... uh, I will... I don't have healing word. Um, uh, Yeah, go on. I will waste a turn curing wounds and getting Elias back up. It's not a waste. It's not a waste. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't have worded it that way.
1: This <laughs> is a team. A team of agents who are... You know, the synergy is everything in this team.
4: I do good damage.
1: <laughs> no. no. <laughs> team!
0: I have a strong feeling we're all going to be dead in half an hour, but okay.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, uh, I will cure wounds at second level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be... Huh, oh, seven and... Three is 10, uh, 13 total.
2: Nice. Thank you very, Thanks. very much.
1: <laughs> you are on the floor. The sugar plum goblin fades from your vision as your eyes open. Uh, Kobolds are still around you. Um, but Snoot, it's still your go. What, what uh, you can do?
4: I'm assuming because I'm specifically here touching Elias for cure wounds that I am now within uh, opportunity space. attacks. Yeah, yes. Okay. So we'll just kind of stay huddled and uh, rather than trying to fly away and um, Verde is going to... Now, Liz, you were very generous before in suggesting that Verde, who on his stat block, does not suggest he has a bonus action. Would you say that that would replace an action for that turn using the bonus action, or that he could have both? Well, player
1: characters have both. Okay, great, great, great. And that Verde is real. And if yes. Verde dies, we riot, okay? So right. Verde is going to get an action and a goddamn bonus action. You are so generous. I know. It's Christmas. Uh, <laughs> it's
4: Christmas. So I think seeing Snoot's panic, Verde will uh, again remember the thing that uh, he managed to do before and uh, and grumble, five gold rings! <laughs> um, and activate that extra 10 HP. And I know that Snoot and Verde will not get it themselves, but everyone else should, right? What was the range on it? It's a 60 foot radius,
1: so everyone so gets everyone it. Yeah, great. Of your choice, obviously. <laughs> the kobolds. No, oh, the no, big yeah. mama's
4: feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you will get another 10, 10 HP. And then he's uh, Verde is going to turn to one of the, the, the nearest kobolds. There's this mass t- of legs and wings <laughs> and the scales, and yeah. He's going to get stuck in and involved. Okay, okay. so uh, his bite attack is plus six. Oh, oh Verde. This Verde. happened to me last time. Uh, that's a 12 to hit? Uh, 12 for the swamp is just what Verde needed. Yes. Go, Verde. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's <laughs> not going to be a whole lot. Um, Don't put uh,
1: Verde down like that, Nat. <laughs> okay,
4: well, that's that's seven piercing damage plus oh uh-huh. generous DM, uh, one acid damage.
1: <laughs> I'm so generous, I astound myself. <laughs> uh, a whole one acid damage. You know, that's the kicker. Uh, they didn't <laughs> expect that. <laughs> uh, yes, the kobolds. Like, I like to think the has jumped in, mm-hmm. grabbed two or three in his teeth and slung them out and they are no longer part of the swarm.
4: Just a proper, like, ragdoll, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That's like a little exactly. burp at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Does that end Verde's turn? Yes. Amazing. On the floor, Elias. Do you use <gasps> half your movement to stand up? <laughs> you are a, you are within the kobold space. You may hit them while you're there, if you wish. Just, Just lying bondage. down. Oh, sure. yeah, you can lie down, but that'll be a disadvantage. Yeah. Um...
2: So, yeah. How tall are they?
1: Not very, but I mean, you're a gnome.
2: They no, are but shorter than you. how tall are they? <laughs> with, with, with. Whilst I'm lying on the floor.
1: Yeah. How tall are they? Well, they're but, like hatchlings, I guess. But oh, okay. With you on the floor, they're still. They're still taller
2: than your head, if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. So. If I was to cast Moonbeam, like, Moonbeam. above myself, but yeah. not, like, actually touching it so that I just crawled, like, out from underneath it, but it would still get their heads because they're above my heads.
1: I like where we're going. Yes. <laughs> okay,
2: like, do they need Ooh. to make...
1: Do they need to make it Yes, debtor? they do.
2: They do. Um... It's not a dirt save, it's a constitution save. Oh, save. My con isn't super
1: high,
2: but my, my save isn't super high. But
1: when a creature enters this area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, so yeah, on so their it's... turn, something will happen. Yes. Can you remind me about that? Because I'm going to forget. We'll I know what we'll I'm do. like. Um, cool. Uh, so the con save that they rolled was a nine. They have no modifier to my roll
2: okay good as a group
1: they're not very conny uh that was your moonbeam do you wish to do anything else
2: um i guess i still have a bonus action (laughs) yeah can i bonus action crawl the fuck out of here (laughs) crawl the fuck out of this (laughs) movie sadly
1: no No. but you do still have movement so you
2: can still crawl No, that's what I mean. Like, I just want to be out of the sphere of the moonbeam. Uh, actually, maybe that's a bad idea in terms of opportunity. If if I'm crawling to leave their radius, can I? Would, would I be leaving their radius if I crawl yes. away from? Well,
1: no, okay. If we think squares and D, you can radius. move to the square next to them. So you can be out of the moonbeam and you'll yeah. be not out of their range.
2: Cool. Cool. And then I guess I will stand up. You all
1: feel resolved as Elias stands. I like to think this is when the dramatic music starts,
2: right? Yeah. And it's like, and this uh, like beam of light somehow <laughs> like shoots from the ground. It stops above Elias, but it's it's got these motes of sugary fluff in it. It smells like cotton and, candy. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, much needed. Oh, Amazing. Oh, so glorious.
1: Uh, At this point, G, can you just roll me a a d100, please? No, two d10s, please.
0: Mm, That's a four. And a five.
1: Uh, Four sections of the ceiling come down onto Big Mama. Uh, She takes a further ten points damage force damage from the falling ceiling uh you notice that a gravestone has fallen on her head you don't know where that came from um it's there are no bodies uh i'm not getting into that uh it's oh, now yes. big mama's turn maybe oh. she'll be sated i don't i don't know anyway um she is uh not happy um she is going to be flying her way i think let's roll a d4 She's hungry, she doesn't care who she goes towards. Um, it's gonna be Savannah Tai coming your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this hulking form with little tiny wings. Um, she's making her way towards you. She makes two claw attacks and one bite attack. Mm-hmm. Um A claw attack is a natural one. That's not gonna do it. It's not gonna hit. Uh I'll rather two bite attacks at once. I have got 25 on the first bite and 12 on the second
3: well it's not going to do it but the 25 will hit um as it hits Savonati will utter only for the second time uh today five gold rings and i'm uh using the uh my reaction to um shield <laughs> no i've got the deal oh. damage
1: Ah. Oh nice Okay. Yeah,
3: so I'm going to do half of it back
1: Nice Okay well That is uh, We'll do it in the total But uh, 13 piercing damage
5: mm-hmm.
1: And it will be 20 necrotic damage So 33 in total Half of that goes back to her the necrotic damage that you took mm-hmm. your HP is reducing by that, by total.
5: Okay.
1: Um, so she's going to take some damage here. Sean, can you tell us what it looks like as it's deflected back onto her? Make it, make it Christmassy, make it, make it festive.
3: So, um, as um, um utters these, these words, um, suddenly springing forth from the ring, the kind of the cap just going boop, and then somehow expanding out of nowhere, a jack in the box just oof, and nice. absolutely just socks her around the face.
1: Uh, yeah, like one of her fangs kind of snaps as she gets socked around the face. She um, kind of looks dazed in that moment. Nice. Uh, that ends her turn, Toby, over to you. Big Mama not looking hot right now. Sorry? Big Mama's not looking hot right now okay
0: Fucking tired um it's tired. can i can i bonus action throw some of the throw some holy water at the the swarm of stuff around me so that i can get away from them without using um without an attack of opportunity
1: I will say if you could make some form of either performance or deception you could do that as a free action.
0: All right, okay. Uh that's a 10.
1: Let's let's contest it. Let's see how <laughs> that's an unnatural one on my part. <laughs> okay. Um yes, uh you are in full on sprinkler mode. Cool. Um <laughs> you may as a free action sprinkle the kobolds and get away from them.
0: Cool. Uh, I will then take. I will the then hits fly. As it hits them. Yeah. Uh, I will then fly at. Yeah, I'll fly towards Big Mama. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it looks like her wounds are kind of repairing, but she's still not looking that great.
0: Right. I'm gonna what angle am I coming at from?
1: What angle do you want to come from?
0: Um. I guess I'm just, I'm gonna come down and with, with the, the flask of holy water still on my hand, <laughs> um, get that, like, right on the, right in the middle of her back, probably. Nice. Um, and I will cast Shatter on it.
1: Ooh, pretty. Okay, so she needs to make a save. Yeah. Uh, what type of save is it?
0: Uh, con save.
1: Con. She is quite conny. Uh, thirteen plus eight, yeah, twenty-one. That... But still half damage, right?
0: Uh, still half damage. Uh, uh. So that's only going to be three.
1: Three, okay. Um, and it means that she can't heal. Um, yeah. it's like, sorry to go all all grizzly. She's kind of getting dissolved from that point that you hit, um, and that. Dissolving prevents any healing that she would be able to do. Um, she's screeching, she's hungry, she's tired. She just wants a bath and a glass of wine. Um Javi, anything else on your go?
0: Uh, no, that's me.
1: Amazing. So, the vampiric kobolds that you have sprinkled, uh, they are still mid-flight. Uh, they've seen you go to... Big mama and, and hurt her, so they're gonna be coming your way. Uh this swarm makes its way towards you. The bites will be coming in. I've got a
2: twelve to hit.
0: Nope.
2: Okay. They Where are they all um Where are we all standing? I was under the impression that we were near the ed- exit to the well. You are like the tunnel.
1: Yes. Uh but Toby had flown up to right. Big Mama, who was yeah, in there. Yeah. Uh, with the winged kobolds were up there as well. I don't think anyone else is flying. I think Snoot on no, the day no, there. I didn't You're have ground Yeah. Um. Does that help, Lola? Or yeah, Gina, yeah, no.
2: It's just like, it, is anyone else going to come into this little sphere of moonbeam?
1: Moonbeam. Um. The kobolds are swarming. They seem confused. It's like. It's like Big Mama's telling them what to do and Big Mama is confused, so they are confused too. They're trying to attack you, Tommy, but they're unable to get any purchase on you. Savannah, tie over to you.
3: Right. Um, so with another um, flourish of his staff, like kind of going behind his back and then with the other arm, um, again slamming down into the ground, um, but this time um, a kind of an orb of bright white light just expands outwards and um, as it expands out um, suddenly comes into focus um, uh, Savonatai's astral self which nice. takes the form of a Cori. which Tell is, a, me big, what that is. It's a big it's a big I think they live in the astral sea they're big they're gribbly they've got kind of pincery claws they kind of look like a scorpion with a snake body um, oh, it's
5: nice. yeah
3: it's uh, yeah, it's cute. Um, this this whole thing looks quite cool, except for the fact that he's listing very much to the right because of the <laughs> stiletto on his left foot. Yes, um, he is. But um, uh, yeah, uh, summoning my astral self means that I now have a ten foot reach, nice. and uh, I can u- use wisdom instead of strength for strength checks or saving throws. Um, and yeah, I can I can do stuff with my astral arms uh, but also um, when I do so each creature of my choice that I can see within 10 foot of me which is big mama kind of melee range to me
1: uh, you're not flying so no
3: no she swept she swept away but at least the kind of ground kobolds I think the massive
1: kobolds yeah you'd be able to get yeah. to
3: them um, so each creature of my choice that I can see within 10 foot must succeed on a dexterity saving throw please
1: Uh rolled
3: a seven on the dice I had two so that's a nine that's not gonna do it um you take 2d6 force damage which I will now roll 10 uh points of force damage as this kind of bubble of white just kind of creeps across them um that is my bonus action so I can now um give him a slap uh, which the the Corey just kind of resolves and then it's just going to snip, snip. Um am going to watch on. Sniff, sniff. Huh. Uh,
1: my new Ringtone. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, I need to... I can make attacks. I'm assuming that it's just going to use my... I'm just going to roll my select shillelagh thing because I can still use wisdom. Right, that is a 26.
1: Oh, 26 hits.
3: And the Astral Arms do 2d6. I rolled a three. Oh well, uh, but I do at least get two attacks. Second one's a 19. Uh, hits. And that is, ooh, max 12 points of force damage this time.
1: Amazing. So uh, the, the,
3: fir- the first one, as it resolves, it's not fully um, materialized yet and it just kind of lightly grazes them. The second one is, yeah.
1: Nice. Um, the swarm of kobolds. Oh yes, snoot that count as a weapon attack,
4: even though you're using astral hands?
3: I believe so. Uh, I can use spectral arms to make unarmed strikes. So d- does it say melee attacks or does it say...
1: It says weapon attack, but with monks it's a bit weird. Mm. Monks are weapons. Um, Nat, do you want to roll a persuasion check for the DM? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's my bonus
4: as opposed to suit's?
1: Uh... Roll a d10, we'll find out. (laughs) Oh, that's a d8. That's not a d10. (laughs) (laughs) You failed the test. (laughs) Perceptions. Plus four. Okay. And it's a nat one. Oh, Oh, no! No, then they don't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, never mind. Good thinking. Uh... Yeah, so Sivantai, uh, your, your hits come in. The force damage kind of blasts so many of these kobolds left, right, uh, into the air. There aren't many left in this swarm. It's certainly not going to do as much damage as it normally would. Does that end your turn, Sean?
3: Uh, that's action, that's bonus, and I'm staying put, so yeah.
1: We move over to the now-depleted swarm. Uh, Snoot, you're the nearest thing to it, so they will be attacking you. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry uh, Let's see if they hit um, That would be a 24 to hit I don't even think My gold rings are going to help with that one <laughs>
5: Oh
1: no uh, But they don't do as much damage Because there aren't as many of them left Six points of piercing damage Oh uh, Followed by uh, Fourteen points of necrotic damage
4: Whew. And that overrides Max HP does it, that one. No. No, it doesn't. Okay. Ow!
1: Uh, Snoot, with that emphatic ow, it's your turn. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Uh, Okay. And um... you don't have to waste your turn on healing people, you know?
5: (laughs) It wasn't a waste. I'm sorry. I should not have (laughs) worded
2: it that (laughs) way. Did (gasps) the... They no, just they have didn't. Their turn. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but
1: they, they are, failed in the their previous con- contract. They did. How much damage did they take?
2: Uh. <laughs> two. <laughs>
1: now they they aren't doing that great, but they're doing better than a two. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. I rolled a one on both my d That's a whimper of a moonbeam. That's a
2: radiant. <laughs> It's uh-huh. kind of seeping
3: through the cracks in the roof. It's not quite full power yet.
1: <laughs> um, it's
2: radiant damage, so they I are, guess they, they are won't... Still,
1: they are still standing, so sadly... Yeah, no. yep. uh, Wait,
2: does it do more damage against... Does radiant do damage do more than against undead not people? Not
1: on their... Um, they don't have any vulnerabilities on their stat block, so sadly no.
2: Okay, but it doesn't at least stop them from healing. Oh, nice. Good to know.
1: Nice. Uh, Snoot, your turn. Okay. um... These these kobolds are lit in a very gentle moonlight.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's right. They're fairy-fired, aren't they?
1: Oh, yes, they are.
3: So you're at advantage to to smack them.
4: To smack them. Uh, Yes, but if they're looking... Oh, he's not intelligent enough to think Tactics. (laughs) I love that. That is like the
1: theme of this game. Oh, yeah, that's not not, that's intelligent not intelligent enough. enough.
3: <laughs> no. Apparently, I'm not intelligent enough to remember the thing that I'd done to them. I could have taken advantage of with my form, oh, no. but that's <laughs> that's on me. I got, them. I got, them anyway.
1: We play D and lot. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. So much. Go on. Now. What's Snoot doing? What's Snoot doing?
4: Uh, you know what? I think I I think because he he's he's about the longbow and these things are too close. I think he is gonna. Jump up, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the opportunity attack. Um, but Verde, you've got this here, right?
1: Okay, let's see if they hit. Uh, that is a ten. No. Okay. The Great. remaining couple kind of snaffle at you, but you, you get out of the way. <laughs> Just a little. You have little training little with Verde. Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh,
4: <laughs> and then I'm gonna fly up, and I would like to try and strap one of the holy I know we've kind of splashed everyone with holy water but you know just in case it's worth it yeah I'd like to uh try and strap one vial of holy water to one of my arrows Mm -hmm. um and I think I'm gonna keep aiming at uh a big mama kobold because I think she's looking like she needs taken down yes yes uh okay so that's uh Two attacks, that's a 19 and uh, 12. 19 certainly hits, 12 does not. No worries. Um, Yeah, she's not at an advantage. Uh, Okay, so that's going to be... Oh, level, that's rubbish. Uh, That is uh, six damage uh, piercing, but holy water will smash as well. Okay. Uh,
1: She's, She's still standing.
4: Uh, curses! Just no worries. Um, she oh she flew down, didn't she? Oh she did, but then she flew back up again. Okay, so she's out of range. Oh, wait, of 30... wait. She no, she's than...
0: in, she's, she's in, just... in melee range with me.
4: Yes, but, is but you're that also 30... flying.
0: Yeah, is that within thirty. But she's feet not of Verde. like.
4: Yes, if it's within thirty feet of Verde, yeah, then he's gonna. And he's like, he's tearing apart the little kobolds and a little glob of spit is also gonna join that <laughs> arrow. Amazing. Uh for an additional
1: two acid damage. Ah this reaction. she again is still standing, cannot um get any health back from that. She she also is on the cusp, um, but still standing. Snoot and Verde, does that end your go? Uh that
4: ends Snoot's go, but Verde also gets his attack on the awesome. cobbles yes. on the floor. Yes. Uh so uh, plus six. No, that's uh, oh but with advantage. The with advantage
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a NAT 20. Oh, yeah. Come on, Verde. <laughs> okay. Finish him.
4: Uh what are we doing? Doubling the dice, or doubling the damage.
1: I like to double the dice because it, it's nice, but okay. you can do whatever you want, I don't mind. No,
4: no, no. so that's uh two uh, d6 plus three damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a six and a four, so that's thirteen damage total earn plus the little the little acid top.
3: To that, to that (laughs) double.
4: There's an extra one acid reflux on the end,
1: and with with the acid reflux, do you want to tell us how Verde demolishes this swarm? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I think I think he's still very
4: single-mindedly going after seeing um, how upset Snoot was that Elias Mm. had fallen down. Yes, and uh, Verde did not like it when when the important gnome fell down. So he's completely tearing into these kobolds, like throwing them uh, left and right. And then uh, as he's finished, there's a little bit of a (laughs) and then we'll immediately look at Elias and sort of sit up as if waiting for a treat.
1: Amazing. And with that, Elias, we move over to you. Uh, The swarm is no longer near you. Uh, Within 30 foot of you is Big Mama and the other swarm of kobolds.
2: Uh, can I move the thing? Move <clears throat> the, Ooh, the thing, yeah. It an action the or, I think it's a bonus beam. action, isn't it? Uh, You can use an anxious. action to move the beam up to 60 uh, feet in any direction. Yeah, oh, wait. Hang on. Well, no, well. I cast it after I wake up. Yeah, it's fine. I was like, I haven't been attacked since because I was like, oh. oh. I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh Sorry? Uh, I was going to say they're both, both the swarm and the mama are in melee range of me, so.
2: Yes, uh, the same place. but it's five foot and they're both bigger The their radius is both bigger than that. I mean, the
1: swarm can enter other things space, so I kind of have it all around. I will say it's Christmas, do what you want. Well, I'll just put it on the, 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 the big good, one good then. Yeah. Yeah. I it's approve so. of this message. So on their first go, they will. Oh, they need to roll a save. I'll do that now. Con save.
2: But it's on their go. Okay, well, we'll yeah, do it yeah. on their go. So when they start. So you're... She's at the top of the round, right? Mm-hmm. She's it's... after you. Yeah. <laughs> so that is my action. Uh-huh. My bonus action is... What? I can't do anything <laughs> with my bonus action. Actually, I can cast a spell.
1: <gasps> do it.
2: Because I have a... Uh, None of these are good things Um, I actually Is that a concentration? That's a concentration All of my bonus actions are concentration Other than the smites But I'm not getting close enough to smite Sorry (laughs) Your tank's already gone down once (laughs) Uh, So
1: Elias does that end your turn?
2: Yes. Top of the round. Misty steps on there, but there's no real reason
1: to do so. <laughs> Hold on to that thought.
3: Yeah. On to the things back.
1: As the moonbeam moves. Gee, can you roll 2d10s for me, please?
0: Two. And a three.
1: Two giant sections of the roof Tumble in Um with some coffins, because, you know, lol um, A large section of the graveyard above Is now visible to you These things Fall on the big kobold She rolled uh, Seven in total On the con save for the moonbeam So, Elias, could you please Roll that damage for me?
2: Ah! One, ten, and a three, so thirteen. Thirteen.
1: Do you want to tell us how your moonbeam gets rid of Big Mama? And I'm going to say the swarm with her as well, because everything's falling in at this point in time.
2: So, as the Big Mama and the swarm are now starting their turn in the moonbeam, the little like motes of fluffy sugar that look a little like uh snow but pink and frosty begin to collect on their on the skin and like expose bits of this and just in the same way that um what is the frosted sugar thing here? You... I, <laughs> I think icing sugar No, 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 no no. The the thing candy floss. In the same way that candy floss melts on your tongue.
5: Mm.
2: They just melt. (laughs) They melt and dissolve together. Good way to clean up. And
1: as that happens, all of you, at the same time but individually, in your ears here, Agents, I believe the building is falling in around you. I suggest you get out sharpish. What are you guys gonna do? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um it's too much. To <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh
0: I will I will pull my hand out for the end of the rope so that I can fly it up to the hole that is just created.
4: Amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh what's happening, guys?
4: Um, I am going to try and tie Verde to the bottom of the rope. Verde
1: is wriggly, but accepts this. Uh, Savannah, If
3: if there's actively kind of patches of graveyard falling in, can I (gasps) monk shit and run up the um, falling rubble?
1: Can we have an acrobatics (laughs) to see how cool it looks?
3: Yeah, it's not going to look very cool. It's going to look
1: cool. It's Christmas. 16. Oh, it looks cool. I mean, not like amazingly cool, but like it's like the best one you've ever done. Savannah. Yeah, you reach the top, no problem. Acceptably
0: Elias. cool. It it'll do the job.
1: Uh, Toby, are you just flying? You're flying up uh, with the rope, right?
0: Yeah, I've taken the end of the rope. Oh. Um, so is it just Verdi's getting tied to the end of it, or is that? Is that... Well,
4: Elias, you misty stepped, right?
0: Right. Um, you well, misty
2: step doesn't go that far. <laughs> so but climb up the rope twenty and then thirty. <laughs> I mean, I can. How fast do I fall? So I can misty step and misty step. I can misty step to the rope, which is probably a bit heavy for Toby, and then continue to misty step
1: again. Let's just go for an athletic show just to see what's happening on the rope side of things. The misty step, we've got that covered, but we'll go for athletics.
2: Okay, that's a 17 on the dice. Okay. And... I'm strong, so it's a twenty-two. You I feel I like add. you could climb this entire
1: rope, but it's been a long day. You're going to missy-step the rest. I mean, you're when you missy-step
0: and appear on it, I can, like, I can Jesus climb the rope. Christ, about a warning.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I can climb the rope. I'm strong enough to. Uh, Toby is not strong enough to carry.
1: Um, In the, the festive spirit hobby, you find an inner strength in which you're able to hold momentarily this very heavy gnome uh, you are all able to make your way to the top the graveyard is somewhat, yeah, so. not there I, anymore. I just
0: got Verdi on a on 50 feet <laughs> a
1: a <laughs> I mean you can probably keep him there if you want to make sure he's safe all the times like a toddler, uh, but like, that's I up think, to you
0: I think his dribbling is a bit gross and so I am just like, I know he's can stand in it He's still got the bag of bakery stuff, maybe.
4: Uh, yes, he certainly still has that. Yeah. So you're leaving him down the hall.
0: No, 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 I'm flying with him <laughs> okay. at, at the bottom of a rope.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So he's like a pendulum.
1: Yeah.
0: Once you oh, got cakes.
1: Nice little drops of acid kind of fall in the breeze as he uh, rises up with Toby. Uh, you all find yourselves in the now quite busted graveyard, but it, you know, one of those things that happens on the job. Um, Fixed it uh, You make your way To the town hall Where the mayor is waiting for you Along with Mrs Lindsey, who's still holding the tray Because that was her job Um, He thanks you profusely For saving the town The maids are milking, lords are leaping Ladies dancing, pipers, pipers and drummers Drumming are freed from the warehouse Where they were kept Um, They're all a little bit frazzled But you know they're happy with the maids milking that entire time?
4: <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm i glad that you caught on to that. Just,
4: just a few emaciated yes.
0: cows also emerge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and in your ears, individually yet all at the same time, you hear, well done, agents. Oh, good job, well done. Come on, then, back home.
2: Thanks,
1: and Molly. I, and I think that might be it for our Christmas special. Thank you everyone for joining us for the festive chaos that was tonight's game. If you enjoyed tonight, we play D and D every Monday and Tuesday from 6 PM UK time. You can also join us on Friday again from 6 PM, uh, for talk together or talking is a free action. All of our shows are streamed at twitch.tv forward slash Roll Together RPG and you can find all of our content archived at YouTube. Um, There are also podcast versions of all of our shows available everywhere. Just search for us, you know what to search. We're all kinds of good Roll Together RPG. Massive thank you as well to our D20 club on Patreon. There'll be a link in chat now. Do join them. Every penny helps us make the content that we do big thanks again to our sponsors and supporters and don't forget we are all over social media as roll together rpg thank you so much for watching have a very good christmas and we will see you soon